I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Yo, I play my enemies like a game of chess where I rest. No stress if you don't smoke cess. Less. I must confess my destinies manifest with some Gore-Tex and sweats. I make tracks like I'm homeless. Rap orgies with Porgy and Vest. Capture your bounty like I'm Elliot Ness. Yes. Bless you if you represent the fool, but I hex you. With some witches brew if you doo-doo. Voodoo. I can do what you do. Easy. Believe me. For any niggas give me heebie-jeebie. So while you imitating Al Capone, I'll be Nina Simone. And defecating on your microphone, ready or not, here I come. Hey, you can't hide. Welcome to the Blackout Tips Podcast. I'm going to find you, Rod and Karen. And uh, I believe what you're trying to say is, I'm going to find you and make you. I think that's what you're trying to say. Me. Uh, hey y'all. Uh, feedback time. Saturday morning. Um, so know what this show is about. All the people that send in feedback and they want to be heard get their opinions out there we got a ton of that shit today mm-hmm. probably shouldn't have jammed so long probably should have got right to it but it don't matter that's the bonus of the people listening live yeah you hear that dark twisted fantasy man it's hard to just move on to the next thing i ain't it though i could still be listening to this album y'all i we could have done, not done this show till one or two because oh. i needed to run it back but right oh I'm, fuck is that so hard i know we have a job to do uh dot com. Uh, about section is how you find out how to send in all your feedback. Uh, you can do stuff like go premium on the blackouttips.com, leave comments, vote in the poll, stuff like that. Uh, but become a, you know, a donor, a recurring donator if you want to do that. We appreciate those people that put something on this. Um, let's get right into the people that did put something on this, okay? You guys are very important to us. And without you, we wouldn't be here. All right. So let's, nice. uh, get started. Uh, first of all, uh, Early Daisy Photography. Thank you very much for your recurring donation. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Early Davis. Uh, Jessica Kang of the Librarians. Mm-hmm. And the Dagitarians. Yes, I think she just went to go see Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I seen them pics, girl. I hope she was ready for that jelly. Yes. Uh, Marvin B. Yes. Marvin, Marvin B. B. Recurring donator. Um, Wood. We got, we got Wood A. Donator, I'm pretty sure that's what they told me how to pronounce it. Uh, Mr. Span from Mr. Span uh, Report, where uh, Karen's gonna be on that soon, y'all. Today, today, even she's gonna be talking to him. Uh, Rachel R, recurring donator, thank you very much, Rachel. Uh, Greg G, thank you very much, Greg. We appreciate you, uh, recurring donator. Stephen mm-hmm. H, recurring donator. Uh, Stefan H, I'm sorry, I pronounced that wrong. Stefan H. Recurrent donator. Stefan H. Recurrent donator again. What? Man. Uh, thank you, Stefan. That was, what, wonder, was that a mistake? I uh, don't know, but as many times as it, as it, uh, goes up, we'll tell you thank you. Yeah. Eric M. Recurrent donator. Thank you, Eric. We appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael Irvin, playmaker. Um, uh, the person that interviewed, uh, LaShawn McCoy right before LaShawn McCoy said we own the Cowboys. So fuck the Cowboys as always, everybody. <laughs> Uh, Terry W, recurring donator. Uh, thank you, Terry. Damian Jackson, who I am for real. Uh, recurring donator. Don't be jealous. Uh, Adrian E, uh, first time, one time donator. Thank you very much, Adrian. Uh, Gerard L, recurring donator. Thank you very much, Gerard. Uh, Calvin N, recurring donator. Some of these people are new, man. 
Yes, thank you. And Brandon P, first time, one time donated. Thank you very much, Brandon P. We appreciate all those people. There were so many people this week. Mm-hmm. Man, y'all knocked it out the park. Thank you very much, y'all. Yes, thank you. Um, we also have reviews, which we like to read on the show, as long as they are what, Karen? Five stars. Five stars only, guys. We do not read reviews that are less than five stars. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if you have something negative to say, hey, at least it was five stars, so we might as well go ahead and read that yep. for you. And even if you have something positive to say, we still won't read it if you leave. Don't leave five stars. Yeah, so that's the least you can do. Uh, if you want to talk shit about it, it's the least you can do. If you support the show and you love the show and you'd like to see the show do well, five star reviews help the show out tremendously. We have a ton of listeners. We'd love to get those uh, five star reviews and hear what you guys have to say. Um, we'll start with the iTunes reviews. Uh, the first one. Uh, also, if you're um, from a different country, let us know. If you're not from the United States, we can't tell if you send us a five-star review, so email nope. us, hit us on Twitter or something. Let us know, hey, I left you guys a review. I'm not from the United States. You guys can go read it live on the show because we would love to read your review. Yes, and this does include Canada and Mexico. Mm-hmm. Amon uh, Ra 614 says, great show, five stars. I love Rod and Karen's viewpoints on current events. The different perspectives they have and the weekly J-Trill, Dat Blood, is great. Maybe y'all could do gang-related as it is a new great show. And hearing y'all's thoughts will be great. Keep up the great work. We'll definitely be going premium soon. Well, here's the thing. Um, every show cannot lend itself to the Dat Blood and Game of Thrones treatment, Dem Thrones. Yeah, it got to be a special show. Yeah, we need shows that are really good. Um and consistent that we'll that we'll want to watch um everybody always suggests shows i stopped watching power i haven't watched the last ship in forever um and then we don't want to overlap so if the strain is on at the same time as uh as true blood then we're not going to do the strain so it's going to be like one show yeah per season because i I also don't want to watch stuff like netflix where they serialize they now it's like we got to watch one episode per week for the next 13 weeks. I don't like doing that. I would prefer to, you know, watch it, live tweet it, record it via my Ride Live Tweets account, and then be able to come here and, and we all watch out, you know, talk about it. So mm-hmm. um, I don't know what the next show will be, but it will be after this show is off. So after yes. True Blood, then yeah. we'll look at whatever's next. That's so true. Maybe we'll do Walking Dead or something uh, this season. You know, we've yeah, never done Walking Dead no, before. And a lot of people love our thoughts on that. Yeah, so we'll see, guys, you know. Uh, let's see. Um, so it says, yeah, uh, it's a great new show. I love hearing your thoughts. Will be great. Keep up the good work. I'll definitely be going premium soon. Well, thank you. And, uh, we'd love for you to go premium. Better than everything else. Five stars by King of the Hill. Uh, I know y'all been telling your friends about the best podcast every, uh, well, it just says about the best podcast every, but if that podcast isn't named the black guy who tips, you've been lying. Stop lying. Listen to the blackout tips and spread the word. Your integrity and credibility depend on it. Exactly, King of the Hill. That's the only thing I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Is it too much to ask that everybody think our podcast is the best and agree with me all the time? Well, then, damn. <laughs> Pardon me. Um, Jaded79 says, I love the show. Five stars. I swear to God. Sweater. I swear to God, I did this before. They be hating. I found this podcast under Related on Stitcher while I was listening to The Read. I was like, Black Folks Podcast. And at that time, Ah! (laughs) at that time, they were the only brown podcast I was aware of. But since the time the the TVGWT has introduced me to a slew of other brown podcasters, 
I love you guys truly. I live for your content. As soon as somebody gone and hire me, I'll be premium. Swear to God, blessings. Well, thank you, Jada. Thank you, sweetie. Y'all hire. Yeah. And, uh, of course, you know, <clears throat> the read is an awesome show and Stitcher does like suggest us. I didn't even know we were suggested if you listen to the read, but that's, that's sweet, man. I yeah. appreciate that. Good it's, time, a, Stitcher. it's a lot of, uh, <clears throat> podcasts. Listen, I think us and, uh, the read and it's several other podcasts. Wasn't the Forty Acres mm-hmm. and like all them podcasts I like linked up together. So for those of you that have Stitcher, I'm letting you guys know right now, them thumbs up matter because they actually link um similar uh podcasts together because of that. So if they find the read, you can find us. If you find us, you can find the read. If you find the Sandy Check, you can find Where's My Forty Acres. If you find that, you can find the Black Astronauts and many, 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 many other podcasts out there. So Stitcher is really, really smart radio as far as linking up uh podcasts. So continue to thumbs up and continue to share on on Stitcher because it does matter. Pay the toll, folks. Five stars by TJ Hookie. I love this show and tell everyone I know to subscribe in I, on iTunes. I love hearing the perspective of intelligent black folks like Rod and Karen. As a native North Carolinian, I love when people hate on our accents. Karen sounds like quite a few of my friends from college. You guys are totally relatable, not just for NC, but for the world. We don't necessarily agree on everything, but I can fully appreciate the differences of us all and truly find you both to be highly entertaining. I love the games, but wish effing with black people would go away, not because of you, but because of the dream Dr. Martin Luther King spoke of. Right. Me Man, too, baby. Don't we all wish effing with black people right. would go away? I we, love- were, we were in the segment if it wasn't a problem. Yeah. Every day someone emails me like two or three articles like, look what they doing now. I'm like, damn it. It's got to go into the show. Uh, they need to just leave us alone. Listening to your show with Romaine, I'm glad I grew up tall. I seem to fit the description of all the criminals on NC State crim- uh, campus. Up until they got to height, medium complexion was where medium complexion wearing a hoodie t- took off running towards uh central campus. I was late for class and I had a beard height five, eight to six feet. Woo. I'm six, five. Anyways, guys, keep up the great work. Yeah, I feel like that don't matter. I feel like the police mm-hmm. would still pull you over anyway. Right. But like, well, maybe the victim was wrong. He could be six, five. It's all the same to us. Right. Anyways, guys, keep up the great work and allow me to have one moment of actual constructive criticism. If at all possible, could you, uh, approximate, uh, could you, uh, include approximate time stamps in your description? I don't have a whole lot of time to listen to the average 10 to 15 hours a week, but I love to hear perspectives on quite a few topics while I may skip some others, uh, just for time. Plus for a while there, I was skimming through feedback episodes to hear my favorite caller. I forget the guy's name, but you always play country music in the background, Stephen Richards, uh, for his calls, LOL. I just find myself feeling like a piece of home is missing uh, when I don't hear his feedback. Of course, I love me some chill. As always, Ryan and Karen, keep it ratchet, keep it classy, keep it funky. Love you guys. Peace. I would think about all adding time steps. Here's the problem with that, though. It takes way too long to get the show out then. Because then I have to re-listen to the episode and find the minute marks of, like, then we talked about this, then we talked about that. Um, And that's that's really – it really is Mm time-consuming. And one of the things about our show that uh, I think makes it work is that we get these episodes out pretty damn fast. So, like, if we finish recording, it's on the iTunes within an hour hour or two. Yep. And people can listen to that day's show. So uh, I have considered that, you know, maybe we had like an intern or something. But the other thing is even podcasts that I listen to when they have the timestamps, I don't really like that. Like, um, because it does encourage people to skip around. Right. Instead and, of listening to the whole episode. Yeah. I kind of like the flow of a natural conversation, mm-hmm. not just 
okay they talked about this thing now i'm done i'm sure some people uh do like that and they Mm -hmm. probably do that um i I don't know if they still do it i know twib used to do it but uh yeah it's a lot of work man you know maybe if we had an intern or something right maybe then but even then then, you gotta think if the show is three hours long two hours long long, uh, hour and a half five days a week yeah that's us re-listening to it rewriting down the minute marks and then doing the show again uh, then put, then editing it and then putting it out with the show notes and the pictures and shit. Yeah, that's a um, lot of work. Oz, yeah. Oz, Oz, I'm gonna keep it real. Oz, Oz, we probably ain't gonna do that shit. I don't mean no yeah. harm because it's just too time consuming. Yeah, it's a lot of work for not, for very little payback is what I'm saying. Like there's not, um, not to mention, like quite honestly, the kind of people that are gonna like listen religiously, uh, be a fan of us, uh, go premium, support us in those ways are, they're not gonna be the kind of person that's like, Oh, I just want to listen to 10 minutes of each show. Mm-hmm. Like the kind of per- that kind of person is like, oh, no, no, no. I love when it's a long show. Like I feel that way about like Keith and a girl. Like when I see a Keith and a girl episode, I'm like, oh, them motherfuckers talk for two hours. Right. Like I'm hyped. Like me fucking, too. Like, yes. Because they normally keep that shit within an hour or less. Yeah. When you see that 48 minute one, you're like, oh, man, I hope it's good. I mean, I know it's good, but, you know, did the guests not show up? Was it not, you know, did they just weren't feeling it today was somebody sick you know it could be a lot of stuff maybe they had other things to record that day but uh you know i kind of i kind of think that you know we more cater to the person that does have the time and want to listen to us like you know i mean if you think about like a radio show right um dan patrick or uh dan levitar will be on the air three hours a day four times a week and that's with a bunch of fucking commercials and shit you know what i mean like here you get to listen to the whole show and and all that if you're just looking for something very specific uh i don't know that we'll ever cater to just a listener who wants to just like peek in and peek out because we do want you to stay you know yeah that and also i think too uh people don't really realize how much work like that literally takes on our part and it's one of those things where we just want you to just come and enjoy the ride and also and maybe this is just me there's nothing wrong with pausing stopping coming back it's nothing wrong with skipping episodes well i mean some people just don't have the time i mean i'm okay with someone just being like i don't have the time to fuck with this show right or you know maybe yeah i didn't i didn't see minute marks so i you know i can't i'm out like i understand and i'll wouldn't even begrudge you, you Mm-mm. know, totally fine. But right. yeah, it's, it's too much work for not enough reward for, from our perspective. Yes. It's, just, it's just another extra three hours it might take to get the show out, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, love your show, Maury D says. The KC Stork made me write this. He said, I would not get any loving until I gave you a five star review. Wow. Oh, Lord. Liz Estrada up in here. But five stars is well deserved. Love your podcast. Great voice, Karen. Great thought provoking commentary, Rod. Thank you, Maury D. Thank and, you, uh, sweetie. Glad you're back to getting some dick, man. I didn't know. <laughs> I ain't know that serious. Folks was putting it on the line like this. I am ashamed. Old maid school moms should know better. Five stars by Koki ne- Negra. I have been listening to the HBO show recaps as, as much as I love Dim Thrones and Dat Blood is feeding my soul. Oh, as much as I love them, them thrones, that blood is feeding my soul. I'm frustrated in the same spots as Rod, and it makes me feel better to know someone else is suffering through this nonsense with me. One thing you missed from Sarah Numi's, uh, she has lived way too long, in my opinion. Yes, oh, God. Uh, <laughs> she need to die. She's so fucking annoying. She's more annoying than Suggy. Nonsense, though. She dared to call herself 
uh bod his zavada bodice bodice what is that i don't even know what that means that's probably mm-hmm. why i missed it bodice Savada. not sure if the writers are mocking cultural misappropriation or if they're dropping so much acid this season they don't know what they're doing when i'm not clutching my pearls i'm enjoying the ratchet very much well thank you very much coca negro thank you um, and I, I actually need to email her back i saw she uh emailed us today but yes uh that blood man it tests your patience every time but what are we going to do, man? We all in this together? Yes, we are. Everybody voted that they wanted me to do this. So uh, I'm not going to stop till it's over, man. We almost there, halfway through the season, y'all. Uh, please don't take no breaks. Just Let's just go through the whole season. Oh, because they do that sometimes. We'll be back in three weeks. You'll be like, shit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. We had a few on Stitcher, as always. I'm not sure we read them or not. So I'll get to them. The best podcast out there by Emagomb. I think that's how you pronounce it. Five stars, 11 days ago. This podcast is certainly the best thing since sliced bread for the unacquainted. This super husband and wife team, Rod and Karen, consistently deliver a hilarious, insightful, and down-to-earth take on the world with the motto, nothing's wrong if it's funny. From the genius of hashtag Dumb Thrones to the guilty pleasure of Guess the Race, this show is not only very entertaining, but it's refreshing in its integrity and dedication to its fans, even across the pond here in rainy London, UK. Wow. The United Kingdom dropping dropping us five stars. Cool. This always brightens up my day. Thank you, Karen and Rod, for doing you and making the world a happier place. Peace, Eddie. Thank you, Eddie. Thank you, Eddie. Yeah. Um, I think we read this one. Did we read the one that was um, Ni Lolo, Y'all Point, Bullet Ball, Bullet Ball, That's a Bullet Ball, I Love the Show? Did we read that one? I don't know, but we just did if we didn't. All right, all right. I hope we read these, man. Oh, I can't remember. Y'all too many things i don't remember that one you remember that one uh which one that one right there y'all are too many things by seashell five mm-hmm. stars i'm a fairly new listener started listening to your podcast via dim thrones tag when i finally got into game of thrones which was maybe episode five or six of this season i eased into the other shows of the week and i'm now an avid listener think i might have read this the host and the guests are so funny i love listening to their perspectives on current events sometimes they go in a direction i wouldn't have thought about and enjoy it too i'm so glad rod karen and justin went over the origins of the unofficial sport of the show it's even more entertaining now that i understand the reference right now listen to episode 742 for the third time because bullet ball i passed the litmus test with flying colors yeah yeah yeah, we read this okay all right so let me move to the other ones let's see we just did best podcast uh, amazing show jamaican jay says five stars rod and karen are great they make me laugh make me think and most of all keep me entertained you were my little secret until my wife asked me what the fuck i was doing when she saw me staring at my <laughs> phone when she saw me staring at my phone laughing my head off brush the haters off and keep doing what you're doing p.s you guys should make ringtones for your guests to race and fuck it with black people songs i would buy the fuck out of them uh, i don't know the legal ramifications of that but, <laughs> but, <laughs> right <laughs> Uh, Mr. Megatron says, five stars, great show, better people. The team of positive black married couple with intelligent, humorous voices in the wilderness of podcast land is a breath of fresh air with a human view of the world's problems and nothing is wrong if it's funny. Thank you. Thank you, sweetie. Appreciate you, Mr. Megatron. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Chris, 77, five stars says, awesome show. So glad I found this podcast. It makes my day. Thank you guys for all that you do. Mr. Chris, hip hop. Thank you, Mr. Chris. Yes. Um, it wouldn't be the same as MC Chris, would you? I don't know. I like candy, bubblegum, or taffy. <laughs> five stars. That's first my show. 
firstborn 313 says loyal listener figured it was time to stop procrastinating and show you got show and show some love you guys are pretty much a staple in my daily podcast listening i appreciate the comedy and the great perspectives offered on this show which sometimes makes me question my own viewpoint and biases thanks for all that you guys are doing thank you man mm-hmm. you know it's funny man i never get on the mic and be like i'm gonna change some hearts and minds today but every mm-hmm. once in a while Every once in a while, somebody will be like, yo, man, I used to think this, then I listened to the way y'all talked about it, and I now I think this other thing. And that is dope. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we're just trying to express our point of view on things the best we can. Right. You we know? know some people agree, some people may not agree, yeah. but it's okay. Never got on the mic thinking everybody was going to agree with me. Oh, no. Or everybody that listens agrees with everything we say. I'm mm-hmm. sure we don't. And if you had a show... I wouldn't agree with all your shit and vice versa. You know, I listen to people that I respect, people I like that uh, all the time. They they have an opinion. I'm like, yeah, I don't agree with that shit. Still still a fan. Still appreciate these dudes, these women, these uh, whatevers, these white people, these black people, these green people. Still appreciate these people that put out put out their professional products and give like their honest opinion. But yeah, if the goal was to get everybody to agree or change their mind, then we would, I mean, what would be the point of the show? You die trying to damn change people's minds every day you get on the mic, right? Right. And it's also, to me, it's just one of those things where, uh, for me, because I listen to a lot of different podcasts at my desk and I have a tendency to forget that, uh, I'm at work at times. So I don't talk out loud, but like, man, people be talking, I be getting like, I be like, I don't agree with you. No, you're wrong. But it's just one of those things where I be like, oh, okay, I didn't see it like that. Or, oh, you challenged me because the thing about differing opinions is that sometimes it challenges and it makes you look at things from a perspective that you never would have challenged yourself if it wasn't from hearing it from that person. Yeah. So it's not always a bad thing. And we've learned shit from fans and from yes. talking to people and yes. uh, other people's opinions on the show. I mean, it's, it works both ways. It I, does. I'm sure there's things that I thought when we first started this show years ago that now I'm like, oh, now I feel this way about that. Or, yeah, cause you I, know, now I do see why this is important, you know. Yeah, you might not have seen the importance of it at all. And it's things before we go we won't do and that we do now are things that we didn't do that now we do. So, you know, you grow and you progress as a person. And I feel like uh, podcasting, to me, challenges my, my thought process. Um, Lady Buddha, five stars, I, I can only assume is uh, Lady Buddha from Whiskey Wine and Moonshine. Mm-hmm. Uh, real talk by real people. I did. I don't get a chance to listen to podcasts very often, but I have Ryder Karen on my favorite playlist for my occasional car trips and downtime. I enjoy the show from the opening lyrics to the long introductions when guests are present. Yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah, it's always like ooh, thirty minutes of interview. Then, hey, you listen to the Langout Timps. <laughs> but like, if you made it this far, yeah. now you can finally figure out what you're listening to. This nigga used to be homeless, y'all. Anyway, the black guy who tips. Let's talk about it. Um, to the long introduction when guests are present, the new commentaries, the news commentaries, Karen's daily world, the games and everything in between. Keep up the great work. Thanks for being trailblazers. Shimmies. Well, thank you. Yes. And I, you know, I hope you made your running goal last month. If you didn't, look, you were really close. You're, we're going to get it next month. Yes. Okay. You had a busy month. You had a lot of stuff going on. I know. But it's going to happen. All right. She be going. She be up at like the crack of dawn with her mm-hmm. little thing. Talking about, I'm up and I'm running. Yep. She runs rain, sleet, snow. She be out there running. I be like, oh, I wish I had that dedication. A lot of times, me and her be the only people up. Yeah, y'all sure do. She be I, she be up running. Yep. I wake up. I see that. Yep, about to hit the, about to hit this five mile run. I be like, all right, well, I'm about to go to this track. I mean, go to this basketball court. 
let's do it uh we had comments on the episodes you can go to the dot com. uh there's a link at the top that says podcast episodes if you want to just go straight to those or you can just scroll down the first page find the episode you want to comment on uh on the right left hand side there's a little like would you like to leave a comment yeah you can leave a comment guys um uh, leave a comment let people know what you think about the show um this week's shows i think number one was uh five stars only is a feedback show um it's a pretty long feedback show too man so many people were were had something to say we got 27 phone calls in the middle of it but it's all good it um is. should we read should so the one person wrote us about why don't we read reviews that are less than uh five stars and we kind of i think we did a good job explaining it on the show i'm sure some people still don't give a fuck what we had to say but that's weird that you would listen to the show and not care what we had to say but um you know it was like yeah you should kind of pay a toll we don't mind you dissing the show but you know put five stars and then tell us we ain't shit so we all get something out of it if, if you just want to tell me i ain't shit man you can catch me in these streets but that's about it you know <laughs> like like you can do that for free um, ain't that the truth uh it's not like i can take the five star the less than five star review off of itunes if you don't like us you don't like us i just don't want to read it on my show uh should we read reviews less than five stars uh no fuck them haters uh yes all feedback is relevant or why you make this poll you just gonna do what you want anyway those are all good responses uh yes all feedback is relevant one percent one person said yes all feedback is relevant you should read them on the show 52 percent of people said no fuck them haters don't read that shit and 46% of people said, why you make this poll? You just going to do what y'all want to do anyway. And you're right. We are. We're not going to read that. So. Uh, <laughs> doesn't matter what the results. <laughs> it didn't matter what the results were. We weren't. We're not going to read that shit. Uh, Nahan87 said, why would you email someone telling them what they should do with their show? Craziness. Anyways, y'all do you since that's why we listen. Also, if she listened to the show, she would know the reason behind the five star reviews. So who cares? It was a he. Um, but okay. Well, I don't want to be, I, I don't want to be mean. I always keep doing what y'all are doing because it's working. Y'all keep getting my money every month at least. Peace. Thanks, Neha87. Yeah. And, um, while we own this, for some reason, I'm going back through, I can see on my phone, some people actually do leave comments through Stitcher and they don't always post. I don't know why. Oh, they do? Yeah. Cause see, I have one here. Um, Oh, okay. This is your comment, though. Let's see. I love this show. It is the greatest show ever. Rod and his beard are the best, and I love Kara's voice. And I'm not just saying that because I'm the co-host of this podcast. Well, apparently, it does happen sometimes. Yeah, and I think I... Uh, in this case, it is yours. Yep. On July 22nd. You keep reading. I'll see if I can find some more. All right. (laughs) So, um... Really stop to show me that. All right, Rod, uh, KJ Dollar. KJ Dollar says, Rod, why you make this poll? You know, you're not about to change that policy, even if 100% of the people would have voted that you should read all the feedback. You would be well within your rights to tell everyone to fuck themselves. Do you and what make and what you and what you feel makes you happy and your show successful? If they that mad and really wanted to be known, leave them five stars. Anime Sparks says, break the five star rule. Atlanta from Archer's voice. Nope. 
this is too easy not to do a person could hurl mounds of verbal shit at you guys via reviews and all they have to do is click on the five stars to get you to read it on the show if you can't even abide by that you don't deserve to have your comments read by anyone at any time ever go away rod and karen doctrine for life fool yeah man that's the other thing is like how big is your pride that you can't possibly give us five stars to talk the shit you want to talk you know what i mean isn't that weird like no you owe me i don't care i don't care how it go you owe me the ability to go on your show and tell you you ain't shit you owe it to me i don't care what i don't care what your rule is uh-huh. come on man Fuck your rules uh the hetero cost is episode 750 uh, for some reason, we got uh, some emails on this and tons of feedback on Facebook and Twitter, but nobody left a comment on the episode, which I think is uh, kind of weird, guys. Um, I thought, thought we uh, people really enjoyed this. Um, oh, wait. We did get one. Oh, it just came in. Well, I'll be damned. Anime Sparks says, we have this horrible trend in society to give women general human advice and try to make it specific to their struggles, putting the onus on them to stop their own assault. Right. Yeah, because we talked about Stephen A. Smith and his comments, because this is before he got suspended, but his comments from Friday's, uh, what, what show is that they do? First Take? Mm-hmm. From Friday's First Take and how, you know, he ended up getting in trouble. And we talked about, like, why did he get in trouble specifically? And, um, you know, and why why do men a lot of times, even some women, feel this need to give women advice that everybody already knows hey well don't provoke a man in the hand you was like what does that really even mean and right. why do you why do you think that that advice is relevant when we're giving out we're never giving that advice to men ever we're never giving that advice um for just men who fight men like honestly nobody should be hitting each other but you know for some reason we just you know it's almost like this threat like we need to keep these women in a place. Um, so yeah, uh, he says, uh, yeah, don't drink too much. Don't take a drink that's been sitting down uncovered. Don't walk down dark alleys alone at night. Don't hit anyone to provoke them to hit you uh, or, or provoke them to hit you, whatever that means. All of this advice you would give to anyone regardless of gender, but we frame it as if these are untold life laws that women overlook because I don't know, vagina. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> I, we all know women. I don't know a whole lot of women that go around just hitting motherfuckers, drinking drinks without looking out at who bought it for them or whatever, and um, you know, getting drunk and walking down dark alleys. Like I don't know these. They're women. A lot of women take all kinds of precautions and still shit still happens to them. Right. Then what? You know, the question is then what? You you, you didn't do anything wrong. You, you know, maybe you got in a regular ass argument like 99% of couples do and your man decided to punch you in your eye. Are we still going to say, well, why didn't you uh make dinner hot? You know, like, come on, man. Women have been doing all these things and still gotten beaten, raped, stalked, abused, molested, and murdered. Perhaps that means that is that is not their fault. But then again, that estrogen is a hell of a hormone, makes a woman so hysterical. They're prone to put themselves in precarious situations all the damn time. That's why we need to go back to the good old days of barefoot and pregnant. Keep these women safe in the house all the time like they were back in the old weight. Uh, yeah, I see. I hear you, anime. Uh, the poll was, should Stephen A. have apologized? Yes, he was wrong. No, he had a point, And I just don't like that nigga. <laughs> yes, he was wrong. 55% of people say, yeah, he should have apologized. 21% of people said, nah, he shouldn't apologize. He had a point. Which, uh, you know, sadly high for our audience. 
and 24 percent of people say i just don't like that nigga now that is a valid response so i know a lot of people that haven't liked this dude from jump he said a lot of fucked up shit and uh people have been like yeah fuck that dude uh, we had some Corolla, uh, some, <laughs> some comments. Adam Corolla says, folks nowadays are such pussies. Um, some, my, some symbols, I don't know what this name is, says, he was saying that you should never hit someone of the opposite gender under any circumstances. And the word provoke came from the story that Ray Rice's wife hit him first. It was a poor choice of words, not a, not a defensive of him hitting his wife. Uh, I think you mean not a defense of him hitting her, of his wife? And then they put later, I don't agree with Adam Carolla. Um, <laughs> I don't think that was really Adam Carolla. Um, but yeah, I, the thing is, it was framed around this idea that it's not like, here's the problem. Here's, here's the problem with the way he said it. He's kind of intimating that it's not really wrong. Right. See, that's the part that people keep skipping over. If I were to say something like, look, man, it is never okay to rape a kid it's never okay to rape a kid we all understand you never put your hands on a kid you leave these kids alone it's never okay but can we talk about what kids are doing wearing these little shorts walking around what's wrong with these kids why are you provoking yourself to to get in an unfortunate situation it's like well now you're actually kind of saying that it's it's reasonable to assume this will happen to a kid because hey kids shouldn't be out here wearing these shorts right that that's the thing if you frame it with any other example other than putting your hands on a woman people understand you know if i frame it around police uh harassment of black people hey you shouldn't be speeding okay race you shouldn't be speeding guys everybody slow down in your car don't speed okay cool but let's say i do speed the cops should not be able to pull me out of my car and beat me to death right shouldn't be able to put me in a chokehold there's still something here where we need to stop parsing, not to mention we give women these messages constantly. There's no woman that hasn't heard this shit. Come on now. It's like people act like there's a PSA. The PSA really needs to be niggas need to stop putting their hands on women because right. that's a message that really isn't getting out there. When you look at the statistics where one in three women that is murdered is murdered by a person that they are romantically involved with. Tell me who has the real problem here. Do women need to hear that or do men need to hear stop fucking putting your hands on these women? You don't own them just because y'all fucking. I don't know. Uh, Prince Lamar says, I think I know where Stephen A. Smith was going, but he didn't quite make it. He used the term provocation and didn't explain that. It, uh, he didn't explain that. Huge mistake. When he didn't clarify the statement, he left himself open to the full range of criticism. Then he tried to defend. And you know what's funny? If, Stephen A would have said the fact that Stephen A used provocation tells you everything about that point he was trying to make. Right. He knew he couldn't actually say she hit him. So that's why she got hit back because he knew that that wouldn't have went over well. So he should have stayed off of it all together. <clears throat> and in fact, he the, the, the problem is from the very beginning his statement was not answering the question that was initially asked. He went all off topic, which was the problem from the beginning. And it's funny how people run to his defense. And a lot of people that run to his defense are not victims of domestic violence. Majority of them are not. So when women say, Hey, you use a phrase that makes it sound like the victim 
is at fault, people are going to go, well, no, 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 he didn't mean that. Well, tell me what the fuck he meant then, other than that, because the way he phrased it, that's what women hear. And a lot of people want to say, well, women got any emotions. Shit, yes. Why? Because it happens to us. And so we have a right to say you were wrong for saying it and phrasing it that way. In fact, you never should have said it in the first place. And the thing is that a lot of times these people fail to realize that they are defending somebody that says it's okay to put your hands on anybody man woman or female where are these people just telling these men men don't put your goddamn hands on these women and women don't put your hand on these men that right there is the, is is the issue altogether but nobody wants to say that it's always well you want to hit like a man i'm gonna treat you like a man she's not a man well you know if you know if if she hits me first i gotta defend myself oz are the crazy bitch with the knife and the gun and the ninja woman that hops out the woods is not the woman that, that's going to attack most of you niggas and also like i said before and i still feel like this women are always told you have the option to leave men are never told to walk away right you can walk your ass out too and the fact that i said it towards men has gotten me grief all fucking week all i'm saying is the same shit y'all tell women right hey you don't have to hit her hey you can walk away but she can't she shouldn't hit me cool but you could still walk away you don't have to do any of this shit yeah, man, but what about the women that's hitting these men? I don't know how many of these women it is that's hitting these men, but I know you, 100% of y'all motherfuckers can walk away if you want to. Right, and most of there's you a lot, do. You know, there's a lot of strength and manliness in the fact that you can walk away, mm. and not just how hard you can hit somebody. Not every problem can be solved with your fist. And, you know, not to mention half of these people are getting incarcerated behind this shit. You're having custody battles with your children behind this shit. Um you know, you you end up putting yourself in the hands of the law, and it, the law that we all agree isn't really helpful for black men. Right. We're, like, why would you ever advocate some shit like that? Um, and also with Stephen A. Smith, how the fuck did everybody else who talked about this story realize not to make that point? Everybody? Y'all going to try to tell me somehow Stephen A. Smith is is right when everybody else who talked about this story was like, that's a third rail. You don't say that. Right. Right. And, and and also, and I think a lot of it is just the way our society is designed as men. If a woman put her hands on you, you motherfucking press charges against her. Where's that option? Right. You can do that's the, never an option. The, you can do the same things that you recommend to these women. That's all I'm saying. You can do the same things. You can walk away. You can call the police. You can do a bunch of shit other than just knocking some woman out because you had a power to, you know, that's really what these dudes are about is. How can I hit a woman, basically? You know, like, here's my, here's my chance to hit someone weaker than me, quote unquote, that I can knock out. And that, that'll teach them a lesson. Not every lesson is about physically hurting people. And, you know, a lot of motherfuckers just hate women, dog. They, right. they don't realize it. It's subconscious. They don't really, they haven't really thought about why they feel the way they do, but they have a latent disdain for women in general. And maybe it's the, uh, power that they feel women have over them from you know sexual attraction or whatever but they feel like this somehow is proving their that they're the one who really in charge and it's like if if you need to hit the person you claim to love 
Something's wrong with you. Yeah, and and also I think that a lot of people don't educate themselves to the bigger picture as far as people outside of their family and their friends when it comes to domestic violence and things like that. People for the rest, the world is bigger than your immediate family. Right. Um. A lot of times, uh, you you and your immediate family, hey. Y'all might not have problems with this, but when you go on social media, it is a whole lot of people that not just do social have problems media, and not issues so, with it. Not just social media. It was national TV. Right. Before he even got to Twitter, he went on national TV and said this, a statement that everybody who's talked about this ad nauseum, guys, this is ESPN. Everyone's talked about this. No one made the mistake he made. He fucked up. Every You, you can't tell me no one else thought about it. Everyone thought about it and said, that's ridiculous. I would not say that. That sounds like the victim's at fault. But, yeah, anyway. So he says, huge mistake. When he didn't clarify the statement, he left himself open for a full range of criticism. Then he tried to defend what he meant instead of what he actually said. Mistake number two. I honestly believe you would have asked Stephen A. on th- if I honestly believe that you would have asked Stephen A. on Thursday, is it every woman's fault that a man put uh, puts hits on her? He would have said no. Yeah, obviously he would have said that. I don't think... I don't, I think people are misunderstanding why people think what he said was fucked up. Right. And maybe it's because Michelle Beadle came out and was like, would you say if I was wearing a short skirt, you know, I'm, I should get sexually assaulted? Like maybe they got caught up in that. Yeah. But you- I honestly just think what he said provided cover for the mentality for a lot of people that put their hands on women. Right. And you're saying it's okay. And my thing is this. Her saying it or not, it would not have mattered. People were yeah. outraged. Not to mention, this is not his first. Like, what's funny is he says in there for 20 years, I've spoken out against domestic violence. He hasn't. This is not his first foray into women deserve to be hit. Like, uh, I remember when Chad Ochocinco hit uh, Evelyn Lozada. He was firmly on the, this is why it's okay to have to hit a woman sometimes tip. And that was because Evelyn, everybody knows her as the ratchet-ass basketball wife right. who throw, throws bottles and shit. So everybody was kind of like, I guess I could see a situation where you don't have a choice. But if you look at like the police report and the story, she found condoms in his glove compartment. He elbowed her in the fucking head. What? Like, how do you get there? Get the fuck out the car, man. Like, it's not, it's not worth it. You know, but he ended up losing his job behind that shit and Stephen A was in his corner. So... This, you know, this is not a first for him. Mm-mm. A lot of these dudes dwell into the, I'm going to give ladies this advice shit. Talk sports or shut the fuck up, nigga, because nobody's here for your relationship advice. Right. And especially when it's this problematic. Uh, basically says one 10,000 bonus points to the person who can successfully make the case that a woman is complicit in her assault without any repercussion. The closest anyone can say to it is no one should be hit. You both have spoke effectively on all the problems with the argument, but if he really believes it, if he still believes it, then he shouldn't apologize. I did hear sincerity in his voice, though, even though I'm not completely sure that he apologized for specifically what people were upset about. That said, he shouldn't go on any further. If he doesn't believe it and let the chips fall where they may, others will move on soon enough. It would have been a problem had he actually done the thing Ray Rice did. Right, which is the other part of this. He's now got more attention than Ray Rice. Rather than just say something about it, since I didn't personally need an apology, I can move on. That's what Spacely says. HC says, first take lies to 
likes to present itself as a type of debate people have in barbershops that's fine problem with that is i've heard some of the dumbest statements known to men in barbershops on sports women or life in general in Mm -hmm. fact a woman is damn near guaranteed to get harassed if she even walks by the door right not exactly the environment i'm trying to put on tv in the mornings but i might be in the minority on that so Stephen a says something that probably flies in his barbershop without any reaction TV's different. Stupidity can just flow out without an, with an apology. Right. And it's not cameras and yeah. it's not on national television. Yeah. It's not the same environment. And then that first Prince LeRon post I read was three days ago. He put a new one from 16 hours ago. I would like to have my last statement redacted from the podcast. I just watched the video. <laughs> I just watched the video where Stephen A discussed Chad and Evelyn. Yeah. He believed that shit. Yeah. He did, man. I'm not even convinced he doesn't believe it. But I, I think his apology was real, if you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, I think a lot of people are like, well, do you, you know, do you believe his apology? I'm like, I believe he's sorry for that shit. <laughs> I believe he'll never say that dumb shit again. Ever. <clears throat> uh, Stephen apologies, Smith. This is episode 751, where he actually did apologize and played it on the show. And now it says, you good with Stephen A's apology? Yes, that's enough for me. Nah, dog, I want more. 16% of people want more. 84% of people said that's enough. Like that was contrite, sincere enough. I'm done. I'm done too. Cause I think that's about as good as you're going to get. And I don't, mm-hmm. and I think it was a little bit better than the, I apologize if you might have taken it the wrong and, way. And, and you know what? Maybe it's just me, but do people know what the, what the hell a goddamn apology is? Because I've heard fucked up apologies before. I've heard the, well, I'm sorry if I offended you apologies. I've heard the, well, you know, uh, I guess I'll say something. Apologies. Right. Like, I've heard the fucked up apologies before. This was an apology, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, it was as close as you're going to get to a, a, a decent apology. Yeah, I talked with it. I talked about it with Justin yesterday for Balls D Sports. And Justin's still like, nah, it wasn't a good apology. I don't accept it. It wasn't okay. You know what I mean? And I mean, there's nothing I can do about it, but. Uh, it was just one of those things where you just like, I guess if you feel like it wasn't enough, there's what what am I gonna say, right? Yeah, and I heard y'all talking about this, and it's, and we, like you said, we live in a society where when you fuck up, no matter what you say, it is not going to be sufficient. I don't yeah. care what you say, people are gonna be like, fuck you. It don't matter. So if he don't apologize, you're going to be mad. If he does apologize, you're going to be mad. It's like a catch-22. It's like some people are just going to stay in their feelings and be mad regardless. Yeah, it's almost like you don't get to apologize anymore. Like, hey, I would like to apologize. Nope. (laughs) You know what I mean? Before you can even get to nah, nah, dog. You said that shit. It's over. So, um. Yeah. I'm sorry. That page you was on, if you click on the names, it'll show if it got comments on it. Uh, click on the name per episode like this yes when you click and you can see if it has oh, comments okay and it's like let me see uh i think 750 uh, was one mm-hmm. the header of cost has a comment mm-hmm. okay uh it has two comments mm-hmm. all right all right i will uh I, i'll go back on this in a second just let me finish the episode oh no problem um and then i'll go back to the stitch page oh no problem baby but uh thank you um so we had episode well actually no it's still synced up so let me go back to episode 750 we had a couple of uh couple of comments from facebook uh ratchet lawyer she says i apologize as part of the official gay couple of the blackout tips for my part in the hetero cost 
you guys are just so weird with your incessant attempts to match up members of the opposite gender. I just don't understand your lifestyle at all. But, you know, I could tolerate it, I guess, as long as you don't shove it in my face all the time, like on a podcast that features you guys being cute and married all the time. Yeah, we are adding to the hetero cost. Uh, <laughs> we are adding to the to to the heterophobia out there by putting it in everybody's face with the kissing at the end and everything. Keith writes in episode 750 I give y'all five stars great episode as always but I had to stop all the important stuff I was doing in my job when Karen goes into a rant she forces me to slightly adjust my earphone volume I love what Karen says though Karen is the only angry black woman I admire what about Amani Gandhi you need to admire her too dog she angry she, she goes black. By, she goes by the name angry black lady I love effing with black people. It's a serious look into black issues, even though it sounds funny. Can't let all this life's racial stress get run up my blood pressure. So thanks. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, <clears throat> all right. Uh, now we can get back to the 751. Stephen mm-hmm. Apology Smith. Uh, I think we had one comment and it's from Kyle. He says, apparently America's next top model winner, Adrienne Curry, had to literally beat this asshole off a woman who was cosplaying and a teenage girl who attended the convention was found beaten on the side of the road. Um, come to find out that girl was not beaten. She fell, um, um, on her way wherever back from the convention. No, nobody beat her or anything. Okay. Uh, I read that yesterday because I was like, man, comic, cause he's talking about Comic Con. Okay. And how, uh, there was sexual harassment things around Comic Con. Mm-hmm. And to me, they've actually done an excellent job like curtailing the original harassment that they were you know dealing with and it's kind of been brought to light but i don't know that you can make it 100 percent harassment free because someone's always going to do some dumb shit and i don't right. know how you fix it you know because like they have security they have places where you can report somebody they have training they have pamphlets like what the fuck else does it take man reel yourself in guys uh, I wouldn't be surprised if next year they take some extreme measures to try and curb this shit. What other choice do they have? A lot of women buy comic books now and should be able to celebrate them without worrying about getting attacked. Right. Well, assuming that the at least the side of the road thing was not an attack, uh, we you know I hope that it's not as bad as people think, and I hope that people are okay. Me too. Um. Episode 752, the Easy E Help V. This is where we talk with Justin um, about uh, True Blood. Um, everybody's favorite episode of the week. When we review uh, that blood. Um, let's see. We had some comments. Dante says, "Better gift Letty Mae Daniels and her lip acting, or Sarah Newland's mom getting the Ricky from the Boys in the Hood." Great episode, by the way. Yeah, I don't care about Sarah Newland's mom getting shot. Um, cause that's not Sarah Newland. That's who I really want to see die. Uh, <laughs> but if anybody got a lip acting gif for Letty Mae Daniels, I, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to save that, put that, put that on my, on my, uh, Twit page. Uh, Omar said, B. Omar Hester says, you could have had a meeting in that room is my favorite line from this episode. I think that's when Justin said, instead of, uh, letting Pam and Eric die in that, that sun room, they could have had a meeting in there. <laughs> the people who caught Eric and Pam were the Yakuza. Still pretty suspect. However, they were human. Awesome episode. Yeah, if y'all say they're human, that's cool, man. Them niggas turned to werewolves in two weeks. I'm going to be talking shit about y'all, though, for getting it wrong. <laughs> Just letting y'all know. Uh, it's true blood, so who knows? The poll for this episode is also Stephen A. Smith related. This is three in a row. Uh, should Stephen A. Smith have been suspended? That's right, guys. We covered the cutting edge news. Uh, yep. 
and nope 51 percent of people say yep should have been suspended 49 percent of people say no very close mm-hmm. uh now i think what's funny is i think if he was if it was a white woman we wouldn't even be questioning this Mm-mm. ray rice put his hands on a white woman be like of course he got suspended you can't be supporting hitting these white women and of course he went to jail yeah um mikhail says in my humble opinion people like stephen a smith detractors are a bigger problem than anything smith said mm-hmm. there see there seems to be this notion that anytime what do you say karen mm-hmm. i'm listening go ahead these are the people that are on his side no in my in my humble people opinion in my hum, humble opinion people like stephen a smith's detractors are a bigger problem than anything smith said oh okay so people against stephen a smith are bigger problem than he is oh no i know that i disagree with there seems to be this notion that at any time uh, incidents of domestic violence and sexual assault occur where the woman is the victim, there's absolutely nothing the woman could have done to avoid the situation. In every case, 100% of the time, that type of thinking causes more harm than good. Wow. That seems to be the thinking, guys. That's Wow. We're, not, we're, saying, that, we're saying that there's nothing women could possibly do to protect themselves ever. All we're saying is women already protect themselves and shit still happens. Right. What woman do you know who doesn't take precautions in her daily life as is? It's needless information. It's like telling a black person you shouldn't cuss at the cops or you shouldn't, you know, like, hey, you you, you shouldn't. Hey, hey, man, if you don't want to get robbed, you shouldn't walk down the street with money hanging out your pockets. Nobody's fucking doing that. Shit is still happening. You know what I mean? Like. It's, it, and then, and then once it does happen, it's still not their fucking fault. People still shouldn't do that. You know what I mean? Like, even if you had a nice gold watch and you were walking down the street, nobody should fucking rob you still, okay? Like, it's still a, a, a semantics to be like, well, what did you do? And also, it's back to what you said before. For some reason, which I think is the most dumbest shit ever there are a lot of men out there that feel like women with all these goddamn rights all of a sudden affecting their world and taking their rights now i can't beat my wife now i can't sell her for a goat now i can't punch her like i used to now i can't keep her pregnant all of a sudden i got to deal with all these goddamn women issues why the fuck i got to deal with it i'm not a woman but at the but it's the thing it's like i don't want to be you i just want to be treated like a human being yeah it's just not very complicated guys everybody is Everybody should be on the same page, which is 100% of the time, all cases of victimization, like someone being a victim of sexual assault, assault, whatever the fuck, it is not the victim's fault 100% of the time, every single time. Because that's the only way we can really keep it going. Right. <clears throat> like if we're just gonna if we're gonna start walking around going well that's 10 percent of your fault because you had on a short shirt, skirt or that's 10 percent of your fault because uh you spit on him and you know that obviously it's okay for him to beat you up after that then we're then we're really not saying that it's wrong to hit people we're really not saying it then right we're saying it's wrong only up to a certain extent right and you I- know which is which if that's what you believe then just had a fucking courage to say that instead of the well, look, it sounds like you're saying it's never anyone's fault. No, I'm saying people need to stop hitting each other, period. Right. right. Yes. And, and to me, at I think the thing that just frustrates me the most is like when you say nobody hits nobody, everybody has to have a butt. No, there's no butt when it comes to that. And also, if you don't treat it like that, you are justifying 
people and a lot of this happened to women so that's why women get outraged whenever this situation comes up because they are the victims 99.9 percent of the time well this specific incident that we're talking about happened to a woman right yes i would just want to flip this real quick if we were talking about tiger woods and say tiger woods came out and said hey, yo i got hit upside the head with a golf club got in the car tried to leave ran to uh you know the fire hydrant in the front of my house and that's what really happened I wouldn't be sitting up here talking about, well, you know, what did Tiger Woods do? How much was it? How much of this was his fault? I mean, he got caught cheating, right? Isn't it 10% his fault? Why would he provoke his wife? I'd be saying the same fucking thing. Me too. Keep your fucking hands to yourselves. No one should be hitting anyone. The gender doesn't even fucking matter to me. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be going, what precautions did he take? I'd be going, he shouldn't got hit. She should go to jail or something. Right. That's it. Like, it seems like my stance on this is so fucking flawless at this point. I don't understand. It's like, are y'all, y'all are playing tennis against a wall at this point. Is that fucking resolute? And no one is arguing anything different. It's right. all people saying the same things and they're saying shit that nobody said. You know what I mean? Who are the people that are advocating that women should be able to hit people? Right. Who? Yes. Give me a <clears throat> list of these people. Who are these people that you know that walk around going, yo, women should be able to hit men and they should, there should be no consequences to that shit. We're saying there's already a bunch of other consequences in life before you even get to hitting somebody mm-hmm. that you could do. You know what I mean? You could get a divorce. You could call the police. You could, right. you could do more than just, you're, you're, just cause you're the stronger one in the situation or the male in the situation doesn't mean you have to hit somebody. Mm-hmm. And if you do, guess what? There's laws against it. You're wrong. You shouldn't have done it. And, and my thing is this, what happened to self control? Because for some reason, all the self control falls on the victim. Right. None of the self control falls on the person that beats the victim, rapes the victim, attacks the victim. All their self-control, they can just do whatever the and, and fuck I, they want to and do, honestly, right? And honestly, though, if you get hit by a woman, you're the victim at that point. Yes, you are. So now, where's your self-control? You know what I mean? Like, somebody got to have self-control in it. I'm just advocating that somebody stop the cycle. If And and like I said, using the word, like, provoke, very... Man, I had people tell me straight up, if a woman says something to me, that's provoking me. Right. Which so the- is why I don't want to even defend that mentality because provoke means a lot of different shit to different people. people. And it's not all the shit that, that, that you guys think it's not all she hit me. It's not all she spit on me. Some of this shit is just abusers coming up with reasons. People that abuse other people, whether it's children, women, other men, uh, the underlings at your job, they all have the same mentality, which is that, it's not my fault that I'm an abuser. It's your fault for making me abuse you. Why do you make me do this to you? And if you understood that mentality and how pervasive it is and how many victims have had to deal with that for their entire lives, you would realize that you cannot give cover for this under any situation. You cannot be the person that provides cover for that because it's already out there and it's being used. It's being used to facilitate cultures and environments of of abuse already mm-hmm. like you're not actually adding anything new to the discussion mm-hmm. you are clearly in the corner of the people that are on the abusive side i don't want to be now with those people Mm-mm. you know nope that's why over the past like few weeks with all this stuff that's been going on with this and tony dungy and things like that i've been looking across my social media and i'm not even gonna lie i've lost respect for a lot of people 
Um, I've blocked a lot of people, unfriended a lot of people because I don't want that stupidity in my timeline. I don't have to deal with that. Yeah, and I'm sure people have done it to me because they don't like that I'm saying that no one should hit anybody and that uh, you sh- like everyone should be able to exhibit some self control. And if the if the system breaks down at one point, it doesn't mean you descend into t- fucking uh Mad Max at the Terradome, dog. Like. At some point, you can just go, oh, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out of here. Or Thunderdome, sorry. Right. Yeah, but you don't, yeah, you don't, it doesn't fall down to that. Like, you can actually go, I'm out, you know? Uh, we should be a society that prosecutes those, these domestic sexual offenders to the fullest extent of the law, but we shouldn't demonize people who tell victims or potential victims to be smart, take some self-responsibility, and put yourself in the best situation to succeed. Um, okay, man. In many cases, there's nothing the victim can do to help themselves. But in some cases, i.e. drinking underage with groups of men, physically striking a man, walking along at night in dangerous areas, etc. Let's not pretend there isn't anything women can do to help themselves. I'm just telling you straight up. We are people are already saying that to women. Right. This is not a goddamn brand new thing. Women get this talk at a very, very, very young age. I don't think. People realize that, you know, you're talking walking group, walking groups of more than one. Shit, it's been times where two or three women get attacked at the same time. So shit, you only have to be by yourself to be attacked. So it's just one of those things where you're not saying nothing new. You're not adding anything new to the conversation. And at the end of the day, you are blaming a victim. You are saying, what did you do to deserve your abuse? Right. You know, like someone in the chat brought up, well, when it was Solange and Jay-Z, Nobody jumped in that, uh, uh, Solange's case. I did. We did. We talked about that. On the we show, like, she, she shouldn't wrong. put her hands on it. And it's not a fucking, there's, like, I remember people writing the show, like, yo, man, I appreciate you actually standing up and being like, uh, and at the time I was like, I don't really see the big deal of me, like, why anyone would write us to say thank you for saying that, the, to me, the common sense angle, she shouldn't have put her hands on right, him. And if he wanted to press charges, that would have been absolutely fine. fine with me. And nothing, and there would be no reason to pick on him about it because mm-hmm. honestly, she shouldn't be putting her fucking hands on you. Right. You know, and I applauded his restraint too. Like we have proof that this can happen. We have proof that she was hitting this man and he was like, I come out, I could come up with a better way out of this than knocking her the fuck out. Right. Like, if he would have been dragging her ass out of that elevator, how do you think that would have gone? It wouldn't have been no on-the-run tour. Mm-mm. They would have been on the run from a warrant. Right. I I don't know, man. You can't lose everything over a second of, of bad decisions like that. got to control yourself. Um, But, yeah, I yeah, I don't agree, man. I think we already tell women all this shit. Yes, we do. You're not saying nothing new, sweetie. Yeah. Like, we – just like we also tell – like, should tell men – not to hit women. And then when they do and they go to jail, I'm not going to have any fucking sympathy. Quali says, absolutely he should have been suspended because if there was a Fox News panel discussing Eric Garner and the one person addresses high incarceration rates of, right, 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 look, high incarceration rates of black men and what they can do to not provoke the police to kill them, there would have been the exact same outcry from the black community calling for suspension or, or stiffer penalty. Yo, that's my problem, dog. That's my problem. If I see anybody on Twitter make, I, I have yet to find anybody on Twitter, anybody on Facebook, anybody on this, the news making this argument that Stephen A. Smith is making, but then saying it about Eric Garner. Right. I watched the Eric Garner video. He didn't just like say, okay, I'll come downtown with you guys, lay on the ground and put his hands behind his back. He was resisting arrest somewhat. 
He was marking his objection to what was happening. He was, he was declaring his innocence. So we understand that though, right? Because we get it. He's a human being. He didn't want to go to jail for some shit over some bullshit that he didn't do. He just wants to know why he's being arrested. These are all human things. Nobody wrote the, Hey, why didn't Eric Garner just lay on the ground? He'd be alive today. It's his fault, right? We all go, that's not his fault. That was just cold-blooded murder. Well, to me, if it was a, a, a woman in that situation, half of y'all motherfuckers would still be like, well, that's the woman's fault. Right. Somehow, and, she deserved to have that chokehold put on her. Why, was she, why couldn't she act right? And my thing is this. It's always these think pieces and this stuff about the women. Why are these think pieces about the men? Like, I don't, I, I don't see the flood of think pieces about the men restraining themselves and not beating up women and not punching right. women in the face. Why are these think pieces? Why are these think pieces to say that you need to have self-control? You might need to go get help. You might have anger issues. Why are these think pieces? Why are these think pieces to say that sometimes we culturally train our children to fight at a, at a very young age and people never break that cycle where are these think pieces the think pieces are always it's her fault what does she do what does she have on what was she drinking why was she there she should have been somewhere else those are always the think pieces the think pieces are never on the side of this shit should just never happen yeah i, I feel like a lot of what a lot of men are doing whether it's subconsciously or on purpose they're kind of putting out this message of we're only not hitting women because they're acting right, quote unquote. Right. That's it. They want women to know at all points in time with a thinly veiled threat of I do, I would hit your ass if you were if you if you didn't act right for any point at any point that I felt that you should have acted right. You need to be scared of me. If I need to be scared of you, I don't need to be with you. I, the saddest part to me, man, honestly, man, I, I I still haven't really fully processed my feelings on this shit, but the fact that there's so many black people that feel this way a lot and this is a black discussion white people aren't even talking about this shit because they already either have it figured out or they understand this is something you don't talk about in public right either way it is really disheartening man to know that black men specifically hold this level of animosity towards women and especially towards our women like it is really a letdown man like uh i i've lost a lot of respect for some people man like you know i this is not the time for these fucking um I don't know. It just it just seems like so like so backwards, man. Mm-hmm. Um I it's it's just weird. But um yeah, he says um yeah, if Eric, if it happened with Eric Garner, there would yeah, there would be have been the exact same outcry from the black community calling for suspension or a stiffer penalty. Yeah. Uh Anthony Camille writes in, I don't know what the problem is. Exactly. And that's one of the reasons it's been disheartening. We were just talking about how Anthony Camille's, pro, you know, comments were out of line and he needed to be taken off the air and, you know, and Everybody all this could shit. see that. that. Now, that was a black and white, right? Right. Okay. Right. Um, they, nobody talked about how her hitting him for taking his her, his picture, according to him, was provoking him. And when he was talking about he could have shot her, but he didn't. He got fired basically for the same exact thing. Right. Like, I could have killed you. I didn't kill you. You're lucky, you savage. This is a problem with the black community and violence. But everybody could see that. Everybody was, yeah, because it was black and white. Like, it's amazing the blind spots people have just because it's not, they don't feel that it's about them. Right. You know, and, and the thing is, if they're talking about black women, Ray Rice's wife is a black woman. And we're talking about abuse. Stephen A's sisters and mother are black women. And we're talking about black women in this situation as I go to like for, hey, you might get your ass beat. 
But then you are talking about you. Mm-hmm. You know, how? Do, where did you get on this earth from? Where do you come from? How do you make a black man without a black woman being involved at some point? It's impossible. So we are talking about our sisters, and it's not this... Um, and, and there's never this discussion when there's a white woman that's been abused in our society, ever. There's never this discussion. Like we, we will never have the what did a white woman do to get hit discussion because it's understood you don't put your hands on them. Right. So, so it's, you know, it, 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 it kind of shows some inner self hate and some self worth issues that we have within ourselves, man. And yeah, it's very frustrating to me. It's very, I, I feel crazy sometimes talking to people cause I'm like, right. am I the crazy one for saying like chivalry doesn't just work for white people? Am I the crazy one for being like, you don't have to put your hands on a woman. Yeah, am I like cra- I guess I'm crazy. Right? Am I the crazy one that says that all parties can walk away? Yeah. Am I the crazy one to say nobody should hit anybody? Am I the crazy one for saying that women should press charges and men should press charges and a man shouldn't be looked at less than because he pressed charges against a woman? Yeah. Am I the crazy one to say at the end of the day some of y'all motherfuckers just don't need to be together? Yeah, like why? Like if if we got in a situation where a dude like um. Where a dude like uh came in the house and cussed his wife out, then she went and got a gun and killed him. I would not be going, well, sometimes, you know, you shouldn't be cussing a woman out. I'd also be going, she shouldn't have shot this nigga. Right. Like I just don't get where people have any disconnect in the logic that I'm presenting at all. But I do see the disconnect in this idea that mm-hmm. we need to blame the victim to some extent whenever something happens. You know, there's always something you could have done different, right? Maybe you shouldn't even came home that day. Right. Maybe you could have worked late. Maybe you should have took a different route. Like, there's always something that, and, and victims and, and people are always thinking of shit like that. Wow. I just don't want to add to that mental anguish, man. I just think people are, have no empathy when it comes to black women. At all. Uh, Spacely says, I have never watched First Take, but that, actually, let me take that back. I don't mean people. Some people don't. Some people yeah. don't. Cause there's a lot of people, and I don't want to discount them. A lot of people that do agree with me. A lot of people that do understand. Yeah. And what I'm they were from. out there too, and they was a lot getting of, just yeah. as, just as much backlash right. and fighting just as hard for saying the same thing. And they a lot of, and I've seen them people too. They yeah. were looking like, what is wrong with y'all people? Yeah, it just, I guess, so many people that were fussing and fighting with me, what it a, makes you feel like, cause it's not me going to people's mentions or asking people why they said something. It's just me giving my opinion, and then a bunch of people flooding in with why it's okay for Stephen A. Smith to say that shit. And obviously it's not. No one else said it and his ass got suspended. I think I'm on the right side here, guys. Don't say the shit. Uh, so Spacey says, I've never watched First Take, but that seems to be the show where people are encouraged to say edgy things. But as soon as they take one pinky toe over the edge, they get suspended. That said, Smith went too far over the line of expected propriety, if nothing else. He had to know that take was not going to go over well. They work on, at ESPN at their own risk, so I don't know so I don't have a problem with the suspension. I don't agree with his comments, but I would not have been against them not suspending him since this show sees the trade in this tightrope rock. Um, yeah, well, that's what they do. You get too comfortable and you get suspended. We went down this suspension list of other people that got suspended from ESPN. Mm-hmm. This ain't the first and it won't be the last. And honestly, um, I was surprised he got suspended only because he apologized. That's it. If he wouldn't apologize, I, w- I would have been like, oh, of course he got suspended. But when he apologized, I was like, that's probably good enough. You know that, and where is this where people think they have the right to work? Where where is this place where people think that you have the right to go on your employer's net or uh, um, uh, platform and just say anything 
not realize that you sign contracts and all this shit. You know, if they lose money off of you, they have the right to suspend and fire you. Uh, this right to work shit that people think that they can just do whatever they want to is very yeah. unrealistic. Nobody owes you a job. Right. Uh, as a person that's been laid off twice for through no fault of my own. At all. Nobody owes you a job. And nobody was advocating for my ass at all about some, let me go down to your job and talk to them. So fuck that. Uh, HC says, I believe Stephen A rightfully got suspended because he doubled down on his comments. This whole thing didn't have to get this far. And for that, I blame white people. I'm partly joking. You know, it's funny though. If he hadn't went on Twitter, he might've even been okay. Right. He would have just let his shit stand, but he really thought he had a point. Mm-hmm. I hate to combine multiple issues to take the spotlight, uh, spotlight off of domestic violence, but Stephen A Smith ties these together. Stephen A has a history of victory, bl- victim blaming. He does. He likes to think of him, think of himself as a truth teller that says what black America or women need to hear and not what they want to hear. Not at all that dissimilar from the people that write into the show to complain about Karen's accent, but I digress. I was, it was barely a few weeks ago when we got to cover, uh, Mark Cuban's racism by talking respectability politics. I mean, taking the respectability politics route. He got backlash, including from fellow black ESPN colleagues, but came out and doubled down on it to the adoring chairs of the Fox News crowd. So naturally, when he first made his recent statements, he went back to the same playbook. He tweeted how annoyed he was about the backlash, then defended his comments. Only this time, instead of adoring chairs and think pieces from the closet bigots, rushing to his aid, Michelle Beadle responded, and now here we are. If only someone who mainstream America pays attention to would have checked them earlier, maybe a lesson is learned. We don't get a double down and a suspension is avoided. Yeah. Um, that's the other part of this that people aren't really discussing is this is his stick. Now mm-hmm. we played it on the show before we played his, let me apologize to skip Bayless as a white man for black people not being good enough. Right. Like, what, did niggas just forget? Like, are y'all like, are y'all like, Oh, now he's cool. This time he's right. No, you hate women that much that you think he's right. It's the same logic that you had a problem with last time. Right. Now you don't have a problem with it because, you know, it's about women. So fuck them. Right. But when Dom Lemon, whatever that dude's name, go on and say that fuck shit, everybody want to be outraged. It's the same thing. KJ Dollar says, I voted no only because of all the fucked up shit that has been said on the show. This is what ESPN decides to take a stand on. What he said a couple of days was bad. But in my opinion, not even the worst thing that has been said by either Steven or Skip. It's perplexing to me. Yeah, I don't think so either. Um, But yeah, it's. That's what they do, bruh. That's what they do. Um, next, the next one, uh, did I do the, yeah, that was the poll. So the mm-hmm. next episode is 753, Stop the Violence, which is the most recent episode of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had, uh, four comments, but me and Karen discussed violence among black relationships. Geraldo mm-hmm. talking about marriage. This nigga on his fourth marriage talking about what women need to bring. Right. To Number the table. <laughs> Uh, B. Omar Hester said, this episode in a nutshell sums up why I fuck with y'all. Rod and Karen preaching the gospel. It's real easy. Keep your motherfucking hands to yourself and don't fuck with people who can be quote unquote provoked. Soon as I figured out I'm around somebody that can be quote unquote provoked, I leave that nigga alone. Right. I don't even hang out with dudes. Like we all know that person that's always fighting the just fight. And by that, I mean, you go to the basketball court, there's a reason they got to fight. You go to the club with them, there's a reason they got to fight. You go to a party with them, there's a reason they got to fight. There's always a reason they got to fight. And then you start counting them, you go, wait a minute, nigga, you just like to fight. Right, and I got to leave your ass. And I don't fuck with people like that, because I like my freedom. Right. And one day it's going to be a reason they got to fight me. Yep. So, so yeah, but these people still go out, they get in relationships, 
and they do all this shit and nothing's ever their fault and here we are giving cover for it under some well what did the what did so then the woman said you was an ain't shit motherfucker well of course you had to beat her down of course uh male female transgender doesn't matter violence is violence and never the right response thank you for all the stand for thank you all for standing up for what is right you all rock yeah the limited amount of situations where you have to be violent to get out of them are so fucking low yes it is so fucking low man we just we're just always giving cover to this shit man because we feel like it's some some type of attachment to manhood that you get we're able to hit a motherfucker mm-hmm. Cabadonna says, just a note for your first guest of race, it was far too easy. Everyone from CT knows that only patio orangutans and those with a genetic predisposition for lawnmowers will leave their kid to go to Hartford to New Haven for a night. That's not a day trip. That's a ghetto teleportation. Oh, my. But enough of the hometown shade, Elm City for Life. I had to respond to your continued response to Stephen A. Smith. Ninja, what comments about Ray Rice? (laughs) beating his wife on the surveillance camera. I can't even crack jokes about this. All I can say is thanks for speaking out and using our, our, our platform to speak out against domestic violence. As someone who has many women in his own family beaten by their partners and one cousin murdered by her husband, I don't have tolerance for men who excuse beating women or trying to justify abusing your life partner. Again, thanks for being a voice against the violence. Hey, man, thank you for listening. Honestly. Right. Prince Laurent says, people are doing whatever it takes to sidestep this issue. I actually thought that this occurrence would lead to a conversation on what needs to be done about domestic violence. But that didn't happen at all. Mm-mm. Whoopi's comments, which we didn't even play. Maybe we'll play on Sunday. Um, Whoopi's comments got to me the most. She didn't say anything special. She was just trying to draw attention away from the fact that domestic violence affects women overwhelmingly more than it affects men Mm -hmm. but she felt the need to talk about the small percentage of cases where a woman might have swung first it reminds me when a white person gets caught saying it or doing something racist and other white people are quick to say that black people can be racist too yeah the amazing part with the whoopee shit is (laughs) people hate women so goddamn much Mm -hmm. because she is the woman that said the rape rape shit She's the woman that's talked about people calling her the N-word, but they're not, they not racist. Right. We dismissed the fuck out of her opinion until that time when we all can say these women deserve to get hit. Then it's different. Now we want to put her clip out there for everybody to listen to because now she's making so much fucking sense. Mm-mm. Get the fuck out of my face. Kyle says... I just wanted to say that the women on Fox News probably talked the most shit about Geraldo after that segment. I mean, four divorces? <laughs> right. <laughs> Honestly, I don't think half of the people on Fox News even believe in what they are saying. Some of them can't even keep the smirk off their face, but they still manage to convince folks to watch at home. Right. Yeah, what a shill. Um, oh, damn. I meant to look at the poll for that one. Hold on one second. Let me open that back up. I think that was 753 stop the violence and the poll was um have you ever participated or seen domestic violence among your friends or family um yes 67 percent of our audience have either participated in or seen domestic violence amongst their friends or family 33 percent of people said no 67 percent this is why the issue is all fucked up man mm-hmm. so many people are seeing it you are affected by it. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. can't not be affected by this mm-hmm. shit. You've seen it in your life. You know, it's very hard for you to, to not try to come up with a reason for for it to have happened. It can't just be someone was abusive. It has to be 
you know internalized this is my you know this this kind of my fault this kind of that woman's fault this kind of my mom's fault this kind of my sister's fault you can't just walk away and go well that person was just wrong you know you didn't do anything you didn't deserve this Mm -mm. prince lamar says my mother had two kids with her first boyfriend and three more kids with my dad my uh my wouldn't consider i wouldn't consider my dad great by any means but he was more involved than any uh, than all the absentee fathers of most of my friends in the projects the little he did for his three biological kids he made sure to do equal for my older brother and sister i remember being 12 or 13 looking at my dad thinking this is not that that is not the type of man i want to be when i grow up that was because of a couple reasons but i still have no disdain for the dude my older brother hated him and i could never understand and he would never tell me why according to everyone else he should be uh happy that my dad stepped in when uh his father jumped ship and never looked back i learned the answer a couple years ago uh i overheard my brother telling his wife the reason his exact words were i never liked him he used to beat my mama i can't even describe the emotions that course course through me when i heard that my parents split when i was four so i don't have any memories of that abuse so i went and asked my mom why she ended up leaving my dad i've never asked this before because i've always remembered them being apart i think she saw that i knew and said your bet your daddy used to be a mean man and left it at that since that day i've had zero respect for that man and to this day i have never brought it up to him there's no conversation that can be had that would change the way i see him whenever we are in the same place i pretend like to like him just enough to get by i'm 27 now and feel content with the status of our relationship i know that many people have forgiven abusers but i don't have it in mind i don't have it in me uh sometimes i ask myself if i'm being overly harsh unfair judgmental but then i think about him punching my mom in the face and i and i can't get over it so yeah people see this shit all the time bro, and it i think it affects people more than they want to say right and it's so common that we've come up with excuses for it when there's really no excuse Mm -hmm. and if you internalize it or you think about it on a personal level you you wouldn't do it so once we get to this level where we're like yo i wouldn't do the shit I don't understand why we're giving cover for people that would do some shit like that. Right. And, you know? And also, a lot of it boils down to a lot of what we said before. It's a lot of victim shaming because his mother wouldn't even tell him what happened. She's right. like, it was just fucked up, baby. And she just left it like that. Right. Because she was like, if I really told you, I don't know how. And that's one thing. I don't know how you would respond. I, and I don't even know if you would believe me. Because that's the thing, when women come out and speak, or anybody that's been ever abused sexually or physically, mentally or emotionally, come out and begin to tell the things that happen. Because you have people that don't want to believe the world is so fucked up, they don't want to believe the stories that, oh, you making that up. That ain't what happened. That happened 25 years ago. But when things like that happen, a lot of that shit sticks with people for the rest of their lives. Yeah. And they don't want to be judged all over again. She didn't, and honestly, she, that's her thing. She might have, didn't want you to judge her all over again. She didn't, might not have want to rehash it reopen it relive it all over again so she just felt like it was best for you and her both just to say he did some fucked up shit dog this is exactly why i honestly believe all the numbers about unreported rape unreported uh domestic violence because we do shame people and they do have and not just that the abuser shames the person so that they won't even say anything to people you know they get you away from your friends and your family Mm -hmm. they like there's tactics that they're using to make it sound like well, no one will believe you anyway. And then to add to that by being like, well, how much of it is your fault? Mm-hmm. It's just it's so fucked up and cruel, man. Like you you really have no empathy at all if that's the point of view that you want to walk around with. How can true. I convince you 
that, you know, to look at yourself and what you did to deserve being hit. Like, come on, man. We got to do better. We got to do better. KJ Dollar says, I think this poll would have been more interesting if you would have separated the scene and participated. Well, honestly, man, um, I didn't want to shame people. Like, I know people have a certain amount of attachment to the fact that if they would have said participated, does that mean be a hit? Does that mean they were the hitter? Right. Because I don't think people want to admit to that. I don't Mm -hmm. think the poll would have been the honest. I don't think the numbers would have been as honest, honestly. Nope. See who would be honest under the veil of anonymity. I've seen my mom and sister be a victim of abuse, and I've also been abused so much so I had to leave the house I was in during my senior year of school. It still bothers me to this day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, not to mention, you know, this is the one of the things we don't talk about because in the black community, you know, we have a lot of corporal punishment type shit, and Mm -hmm. you need to get a whooping sometimes and all this shit. Mm -hmm. Um one of the things that we don't talk about is how many of these little boys were abused, but they wouldn't call it abuse. I remember right. Keith and the girl had a poll on their website once asking, like, were you abused as a kid? And the poll was overwhelmingly no, I was not. But then when people actually wrote in their responses the, and further elaborated, it was like, oh, my, my dad used to burn me with cigarettes, but I wouldn't call it abuse. Or they used to run my hand under scalding hot water, but I wouldn't call that abuse. Nobody wants to think they were abused. Nobody wants to call it that because there's an, there's a shame attached to even admitting it, to even coming out and being like, yo, they didn't have to do that. You know what right. I mean? Like there was another way to do that. There, you know, and now I have to think differently about my parents and my upbringing because these things happened to me. Um, and I get it. You know what I mean? Do you, no one wants to be ashamed. So how many of these men are going around thinking the abuse that they got from their fathers or mothers or whoever was also their fault? And it's just par for the course. So what what did I do to deserve to be abused? You know, who knows, man? We did get one nomination for a tippy. Um, oh, wait, let me just double check and make sure there's no other comments. Uh, I don't think there are any more on Stitcher. Yeah, I think I think what what uh, 749 might have had one. Five stars only had yeah. one. Is it that one? Uh, no. no comments. Check the one up underneath. I know one of well, that's from last week. Oh, okay. So I'll, okay. I was just going to do this week's show. So. Okay. Okay. Um, we had one tippy nom- uh, nomination. Black Rob said he didn't give a minute mark, so I can't nominate it really. But he <laughs> said, I want to nominate. Oh, I can't get a clip. I can nominate. I want to nominate Ball's Esports 63. That's yesterday's show. For funniest moment, not sure the minute mark, but when Rod and Justin started reviewing the B- B-Ball's Best Kept Secret album... <laughs> That shit was greatness. Oh, my God. We had so much fun yesterday. Y'all sure did. Y'all parted on that for a while. Oh, stumbled onto that by pure coincidence. That sh- Yesterday's show should have been about an hour and a half. But <laughs> it was like a four-hour show. It was like two hours and a half, maybe three hours or something. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, because those precasts, y'all parted prior to yeah, it. Yeah, and it's all because... That goddamn B-Ball's best kept secret. We went through all them tracks, man. Listen. All, all, all your old school uh, basketball players rapping. Some of uh, my coaches. Dennis Scott. Yes. Dana Barrows. We went through Shaq. Brian Shaw had a, the, the hardest rap of all time. He was talking about his kid, his family dying and shit. Man, y'all missing out <sighs> if y'all not premium for Balls Deep, man. Jason Kidd. Shaq. Wow. Alright, uh, next, uh, we got voicemails. Let's play these voicemails. Hey, Ryan, Karen, this is Mudger out in the ACL. Uh, I'm riding on the interstate listening to the, the Sunday podcast. He was talking about how Janae Rice was looking 
when she was giving that private press conference, she was looking exactly how Newsprint felt when Jamal, when he told her daddy that Jamal keep raping her. Tell you. Alright, man. Y'all be good, man. I appreciate everything y'all do for me, and I, and I will continue to give y'all this money because y'all put out a great product. Fuck the radio. Have a good day. Um, I'm not 100 sure what he was saying. Uh, what, what could you take, make it out, Karen? Uh, it's, it's talking about somebody that. I, thank you for like listening. To I tried thank to listen you, to figure sweetie. it out, but I couldn't. It was too much like uh, yeah. static in the background, sweetie. But thank you, Mudro. Yeah, Might have been on the road or something. Turn your AC down. Get on the smooth patch of road for your car, guys. Next voicemail. And this one's a little over the three minute mark, so it better be good, or else I'm stopping it halfway through. What's going on, Rod and Cash? Your boy, the KC Store, calling in. It's been a minute. I'm still out here uh, pushing the product of the Black Guy Who Tips uh, podcast. I hope you heard my little lady sent in that uh, iTunes review. Hopefully, you guys read it this week. But, yeah, I told her, yeah, no more loving until you write a five-star review. You can't be getting in on this premium content. I didn't pay for for free, little lady. No more dick for you. No more Adam and Eve for you until you write that five-star review. So she did that. But anyway, yeah, man, like it's uh, been a good show. Sorry, y'all been getting, y'all been getting, this shit be, fuck, fuck fucking with black people. We should be fucking with Rod and Karen. Uh, I don't know why people write in or call in trying to disrespect Queen Karen, trying to tell y'all, y'all policies. It's y'all podcast. America, if you listen to this show and you've been listening for more than once, why you want to fuck it up? Why you want to fuck with it? You tune in for a reason. Just enjoy it. And I know I'm late. Because, you know, everybody called in, but, you know, we got love for you, Karen. And then, real briefly, I'm listening to the show where you had, I think, the three Negroes on. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what they call I might mm-hmm. think that. But uh I really don't want to shit on Sonny Dungy, but, yeah, man, people hiding behind their religion to promote they, that homophobia, man, is some shit I can't deal with. And I ain't going to lie, I am biased. Played a little football in Mizzou. Uh... Part of my knee is out there on that field, so I'm fucking where I, I hope I can find it to put it back together. But, uh, yeah, man, I, I fuck with Michael Sam. Not, you know, I fuck him, but I fuck with Michael Sam. And I don't want anybody in the zoo. Anybody get a shot. Who gives a fuck if he gay or not? Who gives a fuck what Nicky putting in his mouth on his ass? I don't give a shit. And they talking about distraction. Uh, there's another, uh, Missouri D. Lyman, Alden Smith. Who keep getting distractions every motherfucking year? You keep getting the contract. It don't get me wrong. He's the godfather to my nephew. I won't see him bob, but the man, the, the boy got problems. But he keep getting put on the team. But we're talking about distractions. Uh, then uh, the rapist, Rosenberg, he keep uh, hitting the bitches up, but we talking about distractions. You got motherfucking uh, Brett Favre sending dick pics, we talking about distractions. I mean, come on, man. Just say what it is. I don't like fags. I don't want no fags on my team. And leave it at that. And then just deal with the consequences. Man, don't be hiding behind no motherfucking magic man in the sky. I mean, you know, wh- whatever, man. But as always, good show. Uh, wanted to call in with that. Like I said, I'm biased. I'm talking Mizzou, SEC, baby. Hopefully we can uh, find a way to stop this motherfucking running game. So that way we, can, we might be able to win the motherfucking SEC championship this year. But I doubt it. But I'm going to watch every game like always. I'm going to listen to the ball, ball deep sports for any other kind of uh, bullshit to make me laugh about the, the heartbreak that'll come at the end of the season. So, whatever. Anyway, great show. Oh, yeah. Hey, chill. Glad you're back. We missed you, woman. 
missed you. And I'm glad your health is better. Uh, Owen told me, uh, he didn't tell me what was going on, but I could tell that something was going on. I'm so glad you're back. I hope you guys get back in that uh, booth or whatever and start podcasting again. But anyway, uh, Casey, look out. All right, man. Uh, first of all, thank you for the call. Thank you, sweetie. Um, as far as the Michael Sam stuff, what stuck out to me, um, you're absolutely right. If they would have said, I don't want no fags on my team, which essentially to me is what he's saying, mm-hmm. um, everybody would have said he was wrong and that he's a homophobe and a bigot because we would have said, you can't say faggot. That's, that's where we're at. Now you can say a bunch of shit around that. Without saying the word fag, and it's okay. You can say distraction. Right. You can say, I don't want to deal with it. Mm-hmm. You know, you can do a bunch of other shit rather than just be like, uh, but if you just came out, that's, we're at that level where the only time you're actually being homophobic now is if you say yeah. some of the words that you're not supposed to say. Right. They treat it the same way they treat nigga. As far as, uh, Tony Dungy, um, you know, I've listened to people on the other side of this and, yeah, I don't, yeah, I have no respect for their opinion. Like, I don't care if they don't respect mine, I'll take it. But bigotry under the guise of religion is not something I'm going to tolerate. I'm sorry. Uh, but I'm not sorry. And, uh, I'll be out on the bridge by myself before I fucking, uh, ever think it's okay, you know, because I know how much other bad shit has been promoted via religion, mm-hmm. via groupthink. And, um, you're not going to paint people that are saying, Tony Dungy is wrong as some sort of, uh, oh, look at these people. They don't even, you know, they don't really care and all this shit. Like, nah, fuck you. Uh, that dude's opinion is wrong. I've, we've done an entire show called, uh, Boycott Your Grandmama. Mm-hmm. If you don't understand how serious it is to me, then, then you just don't understand me or you thought I was bullshitting the whole time. But it's that serious, man. We, we shouldn't tolerate it and people should speak out against it. I didn't say go to his house and kill the man. Mm-mm. I'm just saying uh, I don't agree with him, and I think he's a homophobe, and I think he's a bigot to even promote that kind of shit. And it's your idea of attachment to what the meaning of those words means and how big an insult it is, but I think it's even more insulting to tell somebody I don't approve of your lifestyle when it's just their natural sexual orientation. The same way that you're in a interracial, interracial relationship and people are using the religion and the Bible to speak out against your relationship at one point in time. What, what was everybody supposed to sit around and wait for everybody to come along to the same path? Some people have to push it. Some people have to say that it's not cool or else nothing will fucking change, right. which is very weird because everybody likes to skip over that fucking step in the process where you do have to call out people for saying bigoted, stupid shit. Mm-hmm. You do or else it doesn't become the modus operandi for the rest of society at some point. Like if nobody ever says this is wrong, then nothing will ever change. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I've, I've listened to the other side of this and it sounds like a bunch of people who are either scared of change or too attached to the idea of liking this man to fucking admit that he was wrong and that he should have to back up off of this shit. And people are okay to challenge him when you sell fucking books and make a living off of the fact that you're the moral high ground over everybody. Everything for you is about being the bigger person, except for this time you decide to be petty. Well, yeah, people might point that out as the fucked up thing that you did. So nah, I I have no fucking uh, consideration for that shit. And I think uh, more people that more people should be emboldened to actually speak out because um, it's those people that, that help change shit. You know, mm-hmm. it's not the people that go, well, you know, I mean, if, 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 if Mike, you know, if gay people don't really even care about it, then I don't care about it. Okay, cool. Um, 
that's fine but then that means you don't really have principles because the principle is the principle of the matter the end <laughs> you know i don't get it's not because well if so-and-so is not upset then i guess i'll be okay with it Nah, it's just it's fucked up and it's upsetting you know so yeah he fucked up he need to get called out for it and um i don't care how many charities he's given to i don't care what other shit he's done for his faith um it's fucked up and it's and i do call a lot of this shit into question now you know so uh you know I, like i said nobody's gonna go to his house no one's trying to hurt him no one's trying to keep him no one's boycotting his job nobody's mm-hmm. we're just saying we don't agree with him and he's wrong that's it so he don't like the labels change your fucking opinion you know it's like how racist people want to call you a nigger but then they hate being called a racist right. but it's the same goddamn thing in my opinion I want to do some bigger this shit, but don't call me that. Now that's fucked up on your part. How you going to call me something that I deserve? Like, fuck you. Don't have that opinion. A lot of other people find a way to go to church every Sunday and not walk out with that bigotry. Right. Why don't you try it on for size? Um. Anyway, next voicemail. Hi, Rod and Karen. This is Brandon from Las Vegas. Uh, enjoy your show, but I have a couple of comments I'd like to say about uh, the Stephen A. Smith situation. Um, I watched the video several times. Uh, in my personal opinion, he, uh, he did not say at all that he condoned violence on women. Uh, he did mention about women provoking violence. And uh, he, didn't, he didn't say that a, a man is justified in hitting a woman if, if a woman talks back or anything like that, but he did. Uh, but I think in some cases there are cases where a man should be able to hit a woman. And let me explain. If a woman attacks a man with a weapon... A man should be able to defend himself. Uh, in the Ray Rice situation, we don't know what happened in the elevator, so uh, we can't we can't say for sure was he justified uh, in defending himself. We don't know if she attacked him and continued to attack him. If someone can, if a woman continued to attack me after I tried to stop her, I would hit her. I think 99% of men would if if she continued to attack you. So you don't know what happened. I think the problem that I see right now, especially going on in society, is that especially with the liberal class. Uh, they're very much on the feminist kick, and I'm okay with that because I believe women should have rights. But I think it's it's completely hip, uh, hypocritical. How magnanimous of you! That the liberal class refuses to address uh, how pornography uh, is one of the number one abusers of women. You have these young girls that are doped up on pills and all the other types of drugs uh, that have vaginal tears, anal tears, and many who've been interviewed after porn, it's clear that they have PTSD. And also, where's the liberal class when it comes to shutting down Backpage? Backpage is specifically uh, as on uh, prostitution. It's exploitation of women. So Stephen A. Smith gets jumped because he, he didn't say a comment exactly the way that a lot of people want it. But the liberal class refuses to address those main uh, factors. Why? Because the pornography industry makes billions of dollars, actually makes more money a year than the three major sports. And as much as I like you guys, you guys are... Are, are basically financed by pornography, the Adam and Eve thing. So you couldn't even come out and talk uh, talk against pornography if you wanted to because you'd lose your sponsor. So it just goes back to the to <laughs> I think that basically they're a corporate state and corporations, and I don't think the NFL cares about women, but I don't think the NFL cares about anybody that's going to affect their money. Have a good day. Okay, first of all, I'm not trying to be funny. I'm going to tell you this. You're not a fan of our show as much as you claim you are, because if you listen to us and listen to our comments and the things that we say, 
a lot of the stuff that you're talking about, we spoke against this thing, this stuff. And if we have an issue with pornography, we have the right to talk on it because this is our goddamn show. Oh, um, my God. First of all, um, I, I just want to say I love how he tried to switch it to porn. Right. Which Number one, which everybody's of age everyone consents to people don't consent to being beaten right women are consenting to being beaten second of all you the same way Stephen a smith uh provides cover for abusers you did you just did the same shit right like we really just did the same fucking uh went through the same exact thing it's amazing the disconnect Mm -hmm. about why why oh you know uh Anytime a woman gets in an elevator with a man, I mean, she might have had a sword and a Uzi. What was Ray Rice supposed to do? We don't know what happened in there. Yeah, we don't know what happened, but we should assume that obviously he hit her because he only because he had to. Right. That's my assumption. And also. No, hold on. No, that's his assumption. Okay. We don't know what happened, but we should always assume that people uh, do it because they're supposed to. Right. You know, right? Cause, cause it couldn't have possibly just been that he went in there and knocked her the fuck out cause she wasn't quote unquote acting right. Couldn't have been that. Nah, that's, even though that's the most common version of abuse that we have. Right? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And also, and also, uh, for you to actually call our air, and I'm a, and I've said this and I will stand by this for you to call our, our air and say that you, you would hit a woman and you feel like other men do too. You, you, you're lying. You, you, he's you, definitely he's hit a woman before, right? You, you can you, tell, like, right. this is the abuser mentality of it's always some it's their fault somehow. That's all I know. It's it's her fault somehow, guys. It, I don't know what happened, but it's her fault. Like, it, it, same thing with Stephen A. Smith. Like, it these are the people on Stephen A. Smith's side that I'll fucking gladly be on this side, and they even compare it to pornography or whatever the fuck or Backpage or. Whatever you want, where consenting adults can meet to have sex. Consenting adults. Uh, yeah, you can go fuck yourself all the way to the hospital, dude. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. Yeah, and try amazing. to play it off like you're a fan of our show. I don't believe that bullshit. Yeah. I, you guys are sponsored by Adam and Eve, so you get yes, because Adam and Eve listen to every second of the show, and they're like, "Oh, I heard you guys said something against porn the other day." We was talking about porn long before Adam and Eve showed up. Yes, we. And were. I love me some porn. I'm a porn sore, my nigga. So right, it, that has nothing to do with Adam and Eve. If Adam and Eve didn't sponsor another fucking show, I'd still be talking about what I'm jacking off to lately. Matter of fact, let's get into it. My latest thing that I'm into is uh this pawn shop porn. Okay. I've never seen that one. Okay. Now what happens is first now it's a little long like the first 30 minutes or so is all bullshit but <laughs> i i watched that part too mostly but like so a, a woman comes in in desperate need of some cash you know and they they want to sit down and like you know get get some money and then they, they it's never enough because they don't have enough good shit to offer you know it's always like i got a pager from 1987 and I got a, a car phone, but the kind that came in a bag. And then <laughs> the dude is like, look, man, I got uh, 45 cent for this. Okay. That uh, we're, we're not going to be able to, uh, we're not going to be, I'm not going to be able to give you the $4,000 that you need. Cause it's always like a, you know, astronomical amount. Like I need to get home <laughs> to my family or something, you know, it's the last Christmas before my son goes to the Marines or some shit. Oh Lord. And then, and then <laughs> the dude is like, look, I can't give you four G's for no fucking, uh, you know, for a Pez dispenser 
and a uh walkman this is not a fair trade so then they're like well can we work something out can we work something out he's like all right we go to the back it's like i got this jewelry this is my wedding ring and shit then he'll look online and be like oh let me look at your wedding ring uh yeah it's looking like i can give you four hundred dollars for this and it's like well can we work something out he's like well you know four hundred dollars for like you know a couple thousand that's just not fair for me i go out of business and then eventually they get to a point where it's like well maybe you can't do something for it and he's like yeah well maybe i'm willing to do something for it and then they have sex and then they get the money and uh for some reason that is extremely hot to me it's not even like ah! it's not even the best looking women like some of these women are just average looking women but it's like man she really wants to go to iowa you know what i mean that's really really bad and this is the only way she's gonna be able to afford this yeah. trip and that's the you know i'm like she's trying to get the tip somehow like that's you know that's enough for me so that's sponsors brought that segment brought to you by adamandeve.com go to adamandeve.com and uh put in code tbgwt you can get half off of just about any item you also get three free adult dvds with consent and anal and vaginal tearing of course um <laughs> and you also get a free uh item uh that i can't even tell you about because the secret porn conglomerate industry would take us off the air if i told you what the secret item was guys right so we can't tell you i wish i could tell you guys Me too. i wish i could tell you and lastly you get free shipping because that's the best kind of shipping period just like the 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 uppercuts that ray rice gives they don't cost you anything but Mm -mm. your career guys that's it so uh adamandeve.com code tbgwt thank you very much next voicemail my bad riding carries your boy casey still again you know how i do i just when i come to the show i get hyped and my adhd kicks in yeah, and I, I fucking forget that I have notes. But I also want to touch on something. Like I said, I'm catching up, so I know I'm behind. And something you talked about last year, Rod, and uh, Karen, you also had some feet, some uh, some views on it. There's people forgetting to be just fans, man. We have forgotten the art of just fans with Twitter and Facebook allowing us to nitpick and tear down every little thing. I mean, these are two people who give a lot of their time. And, I mean, you're getting five or four episodes a fucking week for free on top of the premium stuff, which, I mean, is really a steal at $150 a year. Uh, and if you give it enough of your time, which, I, which, by the way, is money to tune in and listen to what they have to say, why would you want them to change it? It's obvious you trust them enough with your time to trust the vision in which they want to take the show. I mean... Just fuck all the bullshit, man. Just, you know, just be a fan of the show and stop wasting our time with your diatribes of fucking code switching and proper ways to talk. Nigga, if you come to my house and I tell you to take off your fucking shoes, I don't want to hear about what you do with your house. Take off your shoes. Respect my place. Respect what I'm building up. Respect what these people put out here for us on daily. You know, so anyway, that's all I had to say, man. Just, you know, niggas need to chill the fuck out. You know, white folks, too, y'all listening. I know y'all out there, motherfucking cheese eaters. Man, but just respect the crowd, respect what they're doing, and respect what they're putting out, and just enjoy the fucking show and give, you know, constructive criticism. If it is good, constructive criticism, but I don't want to hear none of your personal beef or the way people speak. Anyway, I love your voice, Karen, and uh, you keep taking care of your your queen, right? All right, Casey Stork out. Uh, thank you, Casey Stork. Thank you um and yeah man you know people always got some idea how to do your shit and Mm -hmm. haven't created their own shit or whatever they created isn't better than yours but they got a way to do it and you know i think people can at least understand 
my mentality because i've advocated for people no matter how big their audience is no matter where they're at in their progress to not be a slave to what other people want why do what you want to do to me i this is your hobby then you should do it the way you want to do it and if it's your living then and you got here doing it how you've been doing it the way that you want to do it then i don't see how anybody can tell you better than yourself you have to do what you can be comfortable living with, you know? Right. We personally have made some compromises to sell our souls to Adam and Eve, guys. We can never talk out against porn. <laughs> so we just have to support all matters of measures of porn, no matter how they happen. Mm-hmm. Now, there's um, some porn I don't like. I ain't even going to lie. Like, oh, what? Well, Karen, they're going to turn us off. They're going to turn us off the air. What are you doing? I guess they is. No, I like all the porn for mm-hmm. AdamandEve.com, code TBGWT, get half off, free shipping, free DVDs, and a free extra central gift that they won't let us tell you about on the radio because if so, they would take us off. The air. I don't like them ghetto gaggers foolishness. No. Oh, can't. Oh, God. Oh, God. You can keep all that mess. They're gonna call. Oh, Jesus. He was right. I guess he was. That guy from Las Vegas who called from the unlisted uh, number. Yeah, I should have known not to play it when it's from an unlisted number. But sometimes you need to hear the crazy people that are on Stephen A. Smith's side so you can be like, oh, oh that's, that's why right. he's I, wrong. Because crazy motherfuckers like this agree with him. Oh, shit i here i was thinking he just was being reasonable right um we have emails and the phone lines are open 704-557-0186 and i got a letter too karen um i was gonna read the letter last you think i should read it first no you can read last oh okay. read it last. all right muslinger writes in hi uh podcast wait pod street harassment he says hi haven't written in a while but i heard you talking about street harassment i hate thirsty ass dudes too I know it has something to do with men approaching women publicly. All in all, this sounds like ghetto antics. But wouldn't it be easier to police our own streets with baseball bats and guns and make bloody examples of these dudes? No, it wouldn't be. I have a couple of questions. (laughs) One, is this a federal, state, law, or just a concept? Is what a concept? Is what? What, street harassment? Yeah, street harassment is the... I mean, but what what is what the federal, state, law, or just a concept? Stopping street harassment starting it like what what do you mean Uh, yeah that's true is this arresting men for saying offensive words or physically touching i I haven't heard anybody advocating any policy honestly and three is this law strictly for women peace i haven't heard anyone advancing any law or anything like that so uh i don't know man write feminist to jones or go to uokcis.com she would definitely know a lot more about that than we do i don't know the answers to those questions Love the show. It's from Christopher. He says, hey, guys, love the show, especially them thrones. What show comes after that blood? Can I suggest Under the Dome, Tyrant, or Boardwalk Empire? Well, Tyrant is going on right now, so no. Under the Dome, I never, never heard, heard of, of but not a, you know, I, I've heard about it. Um, don't think we'll be doing that. Yeah, I think Boardwalk Empire is your show. possible, but I don't know if Justin watches that. That's true. Uh, I know I am a little late on this, but Karen, I need you to hit all the haters with the Rocco anthem. I'm going to do me. And if Mrs. Karen changes, I'm going to smack the fire out of Coco. Cause if you keep an open hand, it's not an assault. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the next thing Stephen A was going to say. If you keep an open hand, <laughs> yeah, only a fist makes it official assault. Right. <laughs> How do you know he didn't just slap her till she knocked out? Right, a slap is not assault. You know the other thing that's helping Ray Rice in this? If they would, if she would have let them take pictures of her face, oh my god, she got uppercut. There's no way her fucking face wasn't uppercut Slow. to unconsciousness. There's like sometimes you can see people and you go, 
Yeah, that didn't need to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, how dare people ever question my integrity on this shit? Right. I'm the I'm the same person that didn't think the dude should have hit the woman on the bus. Right. When people were passing that around thinking it was fucking funny, and I was like, are y'all sick? Like, what is wrong with y'all? The shit is just not cool, man. Just what I don't see anything cool about it. Something's wrong with y'all. Um, but keep up the great work and Rod keep being funny. Thanks, Christopher. Right. And you know, and it's funny how when you quote unquote talk about feminism, how a lot of people want to uh demean and simplify it like like I said, like women are less than. Yeah, well, it's because it's black women, mostly. Right. I guarantee that dude right there, if we would have let him talk about it more, he would have had issues with black women and women in general and all kinds of shit, man, because they always do. It's predictable. It's been the same type of insecure nigga that's had a problem with my opinion for weeks now. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can't make you more secure about your opinion, and getting me to agree with you is not going to help you anyway. Like, right. I don't, like, you're not going to convince me to agree with your weak ass, so just move the fuck on. Right. Well, like, why is it so important that I agree with you? Hey, Rod, I was thinking, did you think about it this way? No, I, I, I did think about it that way, and I think you still shouldn't hit the women. I'm sorry. Hey, well, did you think about what if she had a, 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 a bunch of ninjas dropped down from the ceiling and she had a gun aimed at your baby's head? Would she, you hit it in? She bought the whole Leaf Clan? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, is that what happened in that elevator, dog? She, did, went, she went Super Saiyan? Yeah, or did he just get a little drunk? They had an argument, he knocked her the fuck out. What do you, what, what do you think more likely happened? Maybe she attacked him and just wouldn't yeah, stop. Yeah, she busted that Kamehameha yeah. on him. Well, you know, as a dude who um deals with being approached by grown-ass strong men every day of his career that are trying to kill him, I'm sure he couldn't have figured out any other way than uppercutting her. I'm sure he couldn't have figured it out. Uh, by the way, um, the witness reports were saying the shit didn't happen in the elevator. People were saying they had, some people saw it and it happened in the club and then he drug her to the elevator, which has been a huge misnomer. And people are trying to switch that state of facts so that they can get to the, uh, well, we don't know what happened. Maybe he had to knock her out. Yeah. Yeah. They always got to, a woman's never equal to a man until it's time to knock her the fuck out. Then, right. Then we, then we all equal then, right? Then they go right back to needing to get in the kitchen and get in their place, right? Right. That's how we find equality. If I can knock you out. Uh, you're on with the blackout test. What's up? Hey, what's up, Rod and Karen? It's Black Rob. How y'all doing? What up, How Black you doing, Rob? doing, sweetie? Oh, I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Um, you know, just listening to y'all, listening to the feedback show. Uh, got me thinking, man. Well, first, I wanted to say, Rod, you know, I commend you, sir, for, uh, having conversations with these dumbass niggas on Twitter over the past week, man. Uh, <laughs> you a better man than me, actually, uh, entertaining them. And some of that stupid ass logic they was coming up with, uh, y'all call it mental gymnastics, trying to figure out, uh, <laughs> reasons where it's acceptable to hit a woman. You know, it's like, well, well, what about this? Okay. What if, uh, what if, uh, what if she, uh, you know what I'm saying? She spit in your face, right? right. And, uh, you trapped it. You can't go nowhere. It's just right. you and her. <laughs> right. And, and they don't. Yeah, and and the thing, yeah, and it's always like some like, what if the bomb was going off and you only had three <laughs> seconds to disarm the bomb? But she was standing between you, and the only and the other only other way to disarm the bomb is if you punch her in her face, because it's like a punch her in the face bomb, and the only and, and if you punch her in the face first, then the bomb won't go off and you'll save the whole world. It's like nigga, or what more than likely happens is niggas are getting, uh, niggas are hitting these women. Like, well, it's not even, like, isn't, every nigga is not in some, um, impossible white man end of the movie scenario where the person has a hostage. 
a lot of dudes are just hitting women a lot of people have grown up with this shit a lot of us have seen like friends family other like people tell us about their shit and we don't talk like this to them we go mm. wow you know that was wrong that nigga's disgusting we need to fuck him up we don't take the time out then to be like well you're holding a baby and you had a gun to his head and he had to punch you because because ah. we know that that's stupid is she a cia agent right women right. Are, women it's, are it's women dope. are in women are in well in women's shelters because they're uh diabolical criminals that are witness protection like i think all these i mean obviously it'll never happen and it's probably for the best that they don't but honestly dog like we really could use like something educational where people sat down and like learned about like how women's shelters work Mm -hmm. like uh one of the best documentaries i've ever seen i think it's called very little girls it's about prostitution and what it really looks like because you know in the 70s and shit there's all this like you know i walk up in here man i get a bitch mine man get this money and there's like you know the snoop dog like i'm a pimp i'm so cool but then when you actually see what pimping is when you see that it's like a 11 year old girl who gets abducted off the street and forced to have sex with not only her pimp but all these dudes on the street and shit like that all of a sudden it's not nearly as cool and when you see how the women's shelters and abuse works and you see how uh mentally because they've had these girls for so long they end up running back to shit like that like they end up running back to these men because they don't know any better and stuff Mm -hmm. like that and you see how systematic the problem is and breaking the connection is not just as simple as you know uh you know the way that we're framed it in society of just this black and white i really think that people would be educated from that shit man like people should have to see it in order to to understand it because i think a lot of people see it from just a certain like such a simple perspective of my mama said this or i had an aunt that got hit and we beat that nigga up and then they stopped or you know, like they see it so simply because they don't understand the bigger more complex face of it because it's too hard to think about it in that way it's much easier to 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 take in ones and zeros you know right and yeah for sure and that that was the other thing i was gonna mention too was um, you know, whenever issues come up, people always want to say, oh, what about the black fathers? Black fathers, you know, it's the low-hanging fruit, and I hate when motherfuckers do that. Right. But it seems like with this issue, because it is so many, it, it was almost exclusively black men who were, you know, coming at you last week talking yeah. about, well, you know, what about this scenario? What about that scenario? Like, I mean, are there really not enough good black fathers teaching their kids that, yo, you don't have, you don't have to use violence to show your manhood? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you could be a man without punching a motherfucker. You know yeah, what I mean? I like, that's not the only way. It's weird because, like, looking at those dudes, I wouldn't want those dudes around my kid either. Mm-mm. You know right, what I mean? Exactly. Like, it's it's just one of those things where, man, it's, it was just a real letdown, man. I'm still kind of processing the whole thing because I don't know exactly what it means, but uh, it, it's just real, real messed up. Yeah, for sure, man. But yeah, I just want to, you know, to commend you for having that discussion with folks. Um, oh, uh, one more thing. Speaking of, uh, black fathers, man, it's cool as fuck that your pops be, uh, hopping into the chat on Spreecast, uh, <laughs> <laughs> during the week. <laughs> uh, like, I mean, does, does he, does he let you know when he's going to do it or does no. he just pop in randomly and be like, yo, I'm going to go kick it, see what, uh, see what my son's doing tonight? Uh, he just pops in, in randomly. I'm and, surprised uh, he didn't even know when the show come on. Yeah, I didn't even know he was going to do that. So yeah, you guys are as surprised as me when he's yeah. in there. But uh, at least, you know, you can never say that I didn't fall uh, right off that same tree because he'd he be guessing the race and everything. <laughs> Man, 
like, he be guessing the race, he be having jokes, he be talking shit. It's, 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 it's a beautiful thing to see, man. No doubt, man. Well, appreciate you calling, Rob. Thank you, sweetie. No, no doubt, guys. Y'all All have right. a good one. Peace. Peace. <laughs> All right. Uh, where was I at? Yeah, Chris's email. He says, Rod and Karen, I've been binge listening to premium shows, and you guys have really stepped your game up. Not that they were lacking before. From the nerd off to spoiled movie reviews, the insight and question quality has really improved. I said it before and I'll say it again. Karen routinely has me scratching my head due to a great question. Let's and Good 11 was great. I was at, I've actually listened to Marquise Martin Hayes' book, Monday Again, mm-hmm. and some others from the Learn Out Loud website he recommended. Yes. The medium talks with Pia Glenn, Sarah J., Mr. Spann, Rhonda Lee, etc. have all been great as well. I love hearing how people got to where they were from where they are, uh, to where they are. Sorry. Great, great job, people. Loving all this content. We'll knock off some iTunes reviews, five stars, of course, later this week. Rod, sorry, but I can't lie. Those Dat Blood reviews have become the highlight of my week, Chris and my wife. Yeah, we've got several people that say that this, that was the highlight of their week. And you know what? If I'm going to suffer, then I'm glad y'all are enjoying it. Yes. Yo, Yo. you're on with the Black Gal Tips. Yo, what up, family? What's How up, Aaron? How you doing, sweetie? Hey, what's good with y'all? Chilling, chilling. Uh, Aaron from the Black Astronauts Podcast, man. How's it going? Man, listen. I I hit you up on Gchat a little, like, two weeks ago. I was like, yo, when the fuck are y'all taking a vacation? <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all need a vacation from everything right now. With all this. Dude, the last two weeks for y'all seem like it has been nothing but just fights and this this constant fighting like goodness yeah let these let these people live yeah you know what man it's is i think it looks worse from the outside looking in mm-hmm. it's it's not that bad but um i think it only seems like a fight because i'm not backing Get down i think yeah. most time most of the time people that you know um did disagree with people with people that have like some fucked up point of view most of the time we're kind of taught to just walk away like, well, maybe they'll understand one day. But if you actually take the time to be like, nah, why did you say that? And this is why I disagree. Like, um, I think, I think people just assume like, well, now these niggas are fighting. It's like, uh, it doesn't feel like a fight to me, but, uh, yeah, it, you know, and then some of the shit, I just didn't know the rabbit hole was that deep, man. I didn't that's know true. niggas hate women this much. You know what I mean? Like, Dude. that's crazy to me that it's this many dudes sitting around on some like, well, sometimes you got to just knock a bitch out, right? And you're like, whoa, like, <laughs> you know I, what I, I mean? I, 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 yo, I can't imagine it. Like, I started, I like people that I respected as friends, like, right, like right. my people, yeah. like, started coming out. And I was just looking at them like, nigga, are you serious? Like, you got a daughter. Right. Like, how how was that like like I we you were having that conversation with the one gentleman and I jumped in your message real quick and you know what? I was so hot that I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just back out. I'm gonna back out because yeah. that, that's not it's not even a what I it's a trigger. And like, I was I, I was and I was trying to be reasonable with the folks, so I was trying not to just be on some like, man, you're a fucking coward. You know what I mean? Even when I was yeah. thinking shit like that, I was like, Okay, but what about, you know, someone would have put hands on your mom? Well, well, if my mama deserved it, and then my mama, I'm like, nigga, are you serious? Right. But you know, that's, I, when I, that's when I lost it. I was like, oh no, 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 you are you serious? Right. It's it's crazy to me, man. And, you know, it's it's like they try to couch it in words that intimate a certain meaning, but they don't want to just come out and say it. So it's a whole lot of like, but if 
you got to hit them. I mean, I listen, no one should ever put their hands on a woman ever. Okay. It's wrong right, every time. Right. But there are things women can do to get hit. And you're like, wait a minute. Uh, that's kind of saying the opposite. That's kind of saying right. there, there is a reason to hit them. Now I'm not saying you should look. No, what I'm saying is always wrong. I mean, it could happen one day, <laughs> but it could and, be right. Like a Thursday. Right. If <laughs> I was angry. Why are you acting like I'm saying it's okay? I'm clearly saying it's not okay unless it's okay. Right. Right. <laughs> right. And, it was just crazy. And, and, and also, y'all, for some reason, too, I think these people have these opinions and they talk very loud. But when they get pushed back, as far as you begin to ask them questions, a lot of them don't know how to respond to being pushed back at because they're always so used to yelling and screaming and everybody running away and just letting them do what the fuck they want to do. When somebody was like, hey, you're wrong. They're like, what do you mean I'm wrong? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's that hurt stuff, man. Like, right. like when and you made you made an excellent point. Y'all were making an excellent point on the last show. Like a lot of this goes back to the fact that this happened to them in their childhood, man. Like that's real. Like, yep. and they don't even understand the ramifications of what happened to them because in the black community, you know, we're we're told told to suck it up and not go get counseling and yep. not go talk to anybody, you know. Yep, I, I agree, man. A lot of this shit too comes straight from like black men and their insecurity and with their place and this idea that our women are higher, higher educated. They go to, they earn more. Right. Uh, they like we, you know, we are now in a point where I think, uh, especially with unemployment and shit, men feel so emasculated that the only thing they have left is that male privilege and the way that they're holding on to it is with the threat of violence in any way that they can. And I don't necessarily mean that these men are, that all these men that are speaking this are hitting women, but I mean that all of them want to have this threat of, well, you're still not my equal because I can knock you out. And that's supposed to be the big, like, trump card. Yeah, pretty yeah. much, man. So I just wanted to say that, you know, I, like I said, if y'all already know how, I, I'm a loyal, long-time fan, man. Like, and the last thing that what KC said, man, that's true. Like, people don't know how to be a fan. Like, nigga, I got my own platform. Right. You know what I'm saying? I could be just sitting there like, da-da-da-da-da. I don't even mention my show unless you say something about it first. <laughs> because I'm like, I don't want to step on nobody's toes. This ain't my shit. Uh, no you know doubt, man. Yeah. And, and, that, and, you, and people don't understand how to be just, like, support somebody, man. Yeah, and you're you're definitely one of the people, too, that, like, uh has come to me for like hey man what do you think about this or should we change that or that and you you know for a fact I'll, that i'm much more quicker to be like hey man it's your show right do the thing that makes you happy it shouldn't even fucking matter what i think because honestly i can't like there's if you change some shit that i'll dislike or that i want to see change i or, or or if i think i got a better way or some shit I fucking guarantee you the next week, 10 people write in like, uh, I, I like that. Hey dog, why you do that? Right. You right. know what I mean? Like, so, right. so I, you know, I think you, you know, like, uh, th that's like an ultimate kind of proof, man. Like, I don't believe in like just changing your shit mm -mm. willy nilly for somebody else. No, evolve on your own. And, and, and I know that if you care about your product, you've thought of everything before I could think of the shit. Like, yes. absolutely. you know, like I'll talk to niggas and they change shit and I'll be like, damn, that was good. Like, how did they even come up with, oh, cause they listen to their shit every day. Right. And they actually record it. So they already know what's better. Um, and the last thing is, uh, Big Sean's. 
uh, MILF is like the most fantastical song of all time. And I, mean, I listen to it once a day. Um, just to, I do it while I'm brushing my teeth just to get my day started right. So you know, thank you for dropping that gym in my, hey, my ears. Anytime Karen, we can uh, help. Fuck them haters about your voice. You know, I, you know, and I, I thought back a while back, my first email, mm-hmm. actually, if you remember, my first email actually said something about Karen's voice. I don't even. It's been I, so long. I remember, but it was it was it was like, like it was so wild because I laugh at myself now. Like I was that nigga at one point. What the fuck <laughs> <is> <laughs> yeah, I always feel like those are new fans anyway when they say that shit, or or people that like either you're new to the show or like you don't really listen to the show. Right. You know, like because I think once you kind of get in the groove, it's like man, who gives a fuck? They just having fun, you know? Right. Yeah. Because I ain't speaking another language. Right, right. I, I can hear. I can pick y'all voices out of a crowd now. Like, how crazy is that? Yeah, dog. You know I, mean? I kind of wish now that like we did speak another language. I, I wish <laughs> I might start getting Rosetta Stone. We do a whole show in Spanish <laughs> just to piss everybody off. Boy, South America, Mexico, boy. I know it's a jump. Open up our numbers, our, our numbers to different audiences. Uh, so. So. But no, I appreciate y'all. Y'all know what it is, and no doubt. You no, know, if, if y'all ever need anything, all y'all got to do is. So let's shout us out. I got to go tend to this moocher over here. <laughs> apparently, apparently, babies like to eat and sleep and shit like that. So. All right, man. Well, go uh, be a good dad, man. Yes. You have fun, man. All right, y'all. Peace. Peace. <laughs> uh, is Kim Kardashian white from Black Gaytheist Palette? We talk- oh, we got another phone call. Hold on. Uh, yo, you're on with the Black Guy Tips. Hello? Hello. What's going on, y'all? How you doing? Oh, what's going on, Shani? How you doing? Try not to sound too excited this early in the morning. I can't even hear y'all. Hold on one second. Where's oh. the fuck? Just, or, hi, Devin. Oops. <laughs> Snap. <laughs> um, can you hear us now? Hi, one, two, DJ. one, two. Hey, y'all. I don't know what happened to my sound. I, I muted y'all, and all of a sudden, I can't hear Jack spit. Oh. Uh, well, this conversation. <sighs> not well, let anymore. me call back. What I yeah, I'm gonna just hang up because yeah. I don't think can we can have a conversation just one sided. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> that is, that's definitely not what the show is for. He's trying to get his baby together in the background. Yeah, he, he had a lot going on. It's early in the morning on that West Coast time. I know, like 7 a.m., 8 a.m. He's looking like, boy, get out of me. Get out of here. Put, your, put, put some pants on. Uh, so yeah, Black Atheist Pilot writes in, is Kim Kardashian white? I know this is a day late and a dollar short, but maybe I can shed some historical light on the subject. Kim K's father was from a part of the world that considers itself white, especially in comparison to Africa and Asia. But the rest of the world still considers them other. Oh, hold on. Let me get this. Let's see. Yo, Yo. can you hear us? My bad. I figured it out. Uh, okay. Um, What's up, Rashani? Uh, can't call it. About to go to this basketball game with the young hitter. Um, right. DJ, say hi. Hi. He can't hear you, so don't say hi back. It don't okay. matter. Anyhow, <laughs> you know, I was thinking because my 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 daughter bella she's about to turn 12 in like a few days devin turned seven in a few days Mm -hmm. and it's difficult you know talking to either gender at this point in time about how to be a good man Mm -hmm. you know or how to find a good man um because in this day and age it it's at least for me I am so wrapped up in myself and my thoughts that if I tell my kids this is the way that you 
should act around women. I told Devin, don't hit girls. I told him that like from the jump street, that's easy. Mm-hmm. But for my daughter, it's like, I'm trying to tell her, um, what to do in these situations, how to, how to compose yourself like a young woman. I'm not trying to tell her ways to avoid being in any situation. I'm just telling her how to be a respectful young lady, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I find that the, easiest thing for me to do to show my daughter how to uh, look for a good man is to be a good man. And so I always think that if you're calling into shows talking about how, um, you know, I'm trying to explain this and trying to tell you how this is wrong and whatnot, there's a good chance that somewhere in your life, you're not walking the walk. You know, you're not being that good man. You're somewhere denigrating somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, the easiest way for me to be a good source of inspiration for my daughter is to be a good husband to my wife, you know, Um the easiest way for me to be a good role model to my, my son is to be a good son to my mom. You know, I'm, I'm not trying to reinvent the wheel here with my kids. I'm not trying to be a super father because I'm not. I'm just trying to make sure that when it's all said and done, my kids know that this is how a man should act and this is how I should be as a man, my, my sons and my daughters, you know, I have two of each. So it, it pains me to hear folks trying to explain away abuse and trying to explain why abuse isn't abuse, because I always think, well, that person has somebody who's looking up to them like, well, uncle, dad, mm-hmm. brother, friend what do I do in this situation? And, and it's like, they won't have anything to tell them about or anything to guide them through. And that's just sad. Yeah. dog. I think especially when we throw in the idea of like masculinity being attached to violence, um, we really lose a lot, man, because like a lot of people, um, like I, I can't say how everybody else grew up, but like me particularly, um, my father was not of the crowd of, if you wanted to fight, then you were right. You know what I mean? Like I got in trouble and shit sometimes because I, I would win the fight and my dad would be like, you shouldn't have been fighting in the first fucking place. And I still got in trouble. I still got mm-hmm. put in the house. I still got on punishment for weeks, got all my shit taken because you not like his, his thing was not about, um, well, you know, uh, if you win a fight, you're more, I'm proud of you because you're more of a man now because you won a physical altercation. His thing was like, if it's not just, then it's not right. It doesn't right. even, you know, someone was talking about your mother. Well, guess what? Talking about your mother isn't physically harming you. It's not killing anybody to yeah. talk about your mom. And that's what moms always tell me, mom and my dad. They were like, you know what? If they're talking about your mom, first of all, they don't know her like that. Secondly, right. you know the truth about what's going on. And third of all, why do you worry about their opinion so much? That's something they tried to instill in me early. Right. And what I've tried to instill in my kids is... If you're fighting with somebody, 
That literally means you've exhausted any other options there right. are out there in the world to resolve this situation. Yep. Calling them up, talking to somebody, finding an outside mediator. Um, walking away is always a good option. Right. Walking away works more than anybody ever wants to say, but it doesn't sound masculine enough. You right. Know? It yeah. doesn't sound like, you know what? This girl was all up in my face and she was talking about, nigga, what you want to do? And my, my son's here. She was talking like, fool, what you want to do? And she's pointing all up in my face and pushing me and all of that. And I walked away. Right. You know what? Actually, I have a lot more respect when the story ends right there. I walked away. Yeah, I've I told. To I've I went told, to the studio, uh, I did a podcast, I went and played basketball, I went and saw my brother, I walked away. And I'm the bigger man because my kids saw how I deal with conflict regarding anybody, a female, a male, a teacher, a boss, anybody. Fighting is not always going to be the answer unless you're a boxer. Right. So yeah. not, it, it, not to mention, man, if you're raising a black male, it's important to talk to them about that situation because it can put you in the hands of law enforcement and a judicial system that is not in our favor, dog. Like the last thing I want to do is have, give another black man a reason to be in the hands of law enforcement and have his fate determined by that shit. We've seen okay. how it ends. So, you know, I, you know, it's like if you can avoid that shit, man, just wouldn't you rather avoid that? Like since we're telling people that are victims, like, what we're giving them advice let me give victims of police brutality and advice and say you know let's not go to jail over some shit like i don't know hitting a woman which isn't necessarily uh the most esteemed crime that you can walk into huh, huh, the station with huh. you know what you see that skinny little girl down the street i one hit or quitted her Right. High five up top, nigga. What? What? Nothing. Look, here's the last thing I'm going to say, because like I said, we yeah. got to get to this uh, yeah. basketball game for my. Uh, OK, DJ up top. <laughs> here's the uh, last thing I'm going to say, because we got to get to this basketball game. If you are in a situation or in a position where people listen to you, and I don't mean sportscaster, just sportscaster. I don't mean just podcaster. I don't mean just broadcaster. If you're a preacher, if you're a teacher, if you're a parent, if you have anybody who's able to talk to you about something and respect your opinion, and you're not sure if the way you're wording something is going to be correct or is going to be taken well or is going to be taken with acceptance by the group, just don't say it. Right. I don't understand why sportscasters can't just say, you know what? I just don't have an opinion on that right now. I have an opinion, but it's so fiery. I'm not even going to get into that. Just just stand you, back and let somebody what, else talk. You know what's crazy? Every other sportscaster did. Yeah. Every other one found a way. It's, it's, my man just had to be the face of this shit, man. He could have. He could have let it go, and he didn't, bro. But and I was in a situation knew. where after that, after uh, Stephen A. Smith got out there, I was sitting down with my daughter and talking to her. Because like I said, she's turning 12. I wanted to talk to her about your body is going through these changes. Yeah. Awkward, by the way. Not as awkward as people make it out to seem if you got a relationship with your kids. But still, right. Right. you feel kind of weird at first, and then it starts rolling. And it's like, okay, I almost delved into that topic. And then I was like, you know what? I would never have the right words to tell my daughter how to be in that situation, how to deal with that situation. So instead, I'm just going to be the light. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be her guiding light. 
follow me. If you want to see how to how a woman should be treated, follow me. Hey, hey, have I ever put hands on your mom? Have I ever put hands on your stepmom? Have I ever denigrated any of them, at least while you're around? No, I won't do that because it's called common courtesy and common sense. Right. Follow me. So what we need now is more men who want followers instead of more men who are followers. And that way, maybe the world will be a better place by the time my daughter's actually out there dating. No doubt, y- man. Y'all be blessed, man. It's always a pleasure. Y'all be good. And Karen, yes. your voice still sound like my aunties from out there in Cartersville, Georgia. So I love <laughs> it every day of the week. Real talk. Thank you. Um, but y'all be good. I'm going to holler at you later. I'm out. All right, man. Peace. All right. Um, good luck at the game. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I was reading this email by a gay atheist. Wait, black gay, black gay atheist pilot. Uh, I know this is a day late and dollar short, but maybe I can shed some historical light on the subject. Kim K's father was from a part of the world that considers itself white, but especially in comparison to Africa and Asia. But. Ooh, sorry. Ooh. Gotta wake up. But the rest of the world still considers them other. The Spanish, the Italians, the Greeks, North Africans, and other ethnic groups from the Mediterranean have not historically been considered white by Western Europeans because they are tainted with Arab blood. And hysterically, I mean, historically, there is some truth to this, but that's for another day. Armenians are no exception, just like Arabs from the Levant, Syria, Lebanon area. Even if they have blonde hair and blue eyes, are considered Western Europeans as others. Caucasian, the Caucasus, the Caucasus Mountains, from which the term Caucasian uh, comes from, is not a good dividing line because it includes groups that today will be considered white: Turks, Armenian, Azeris, Persians, etc. And in cases like, uh, and in case like my point sounds a little crazy, consider this: the term Aryan actually means. Uh, refers to people that settled in northern India. But no one from Western Europe considers Indians, even though they are really true, the true Aryans, as the Aryan archetype, archetype. So in conclusion, Kim K is not white, at least not by Euro- Western European standards, but other. She may be a true Caucasian and closer to being a historical Aryan than Eric Northman, but no matter what she or Kanye or anyone claims, she is not a member of the white tribe. And just like a mixed race black person, just because her mother is in of Western descent, that doesn't wash away her otherness. Her booty is still banging, though. Yours truly. Not <laughs> Gaithia's palate. That got historical and deep. Um, and ended with booty. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Karen has learned a lesson. Mm. Kim Kardashian is not white, right? <laughs> uh, I think that last means no. Uh, Mike Sam slash Dungey. What up, Rod and Karen? First time email, a long time listener. Just wanted to say thanks for giving me ways to talk to my dad about this Dungey slash Sam thing. He's an old school man and had a problem with Sam making his announcement publicly and a gay man in the locker room. Basically, I still got your opinion and made them my own. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, what can I do? I at least you didn't it. sell them, right? Right. LOL, I changed my mom's view on the topic, and I think my dad is coming around. I'll hang up and listen at Mr. Marco, Marcus underscore Sniffles on Twitter. I mean, at Mr. Marcus. I watched way too much porn. <laughs> at, at, Miss, at Marcus underscore Sniffles on Twitter. Peace and chicken grease. Failure to prepare is preparing fails is signature. Um, Yo, that's dope, man. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, I get these like, yeah, man, I talked to this, or I used to believe that, and now I don't. Um, I was listening to What's the Tea? And I heard my man Jay Fool was like, yo, I used to have some kind of fucked up views about homosexuals. And, 
you know through listening to the uh the black tips, man i kind of gained some awareness about myself man that's super dope man so thank mm-hmm. you uh edwin writes in five star review from the uk how about it karen just to let you know i left you a five star review from the uk um i think i read this one let me see yeah eddie from the uk right mm-hmm. uh i think you did mm-hmm. guess the races shows very entertaining and refreshing his integrity and dedication to the fans even across the pond and rain in the uk yep we read it eddie thank you very much man. thank you sweet appreciate your five-star review you hooked us up yes you did uh alfion writes in i hope i'm pronouncing it right uh episode 750 to 126 minute mark first of all i want to say that the show is good even when it runs long the longer the better the domestic abuse is one of the reasons i am a single full full-time father of three kids my ex-wife at one point hit me in my face i tried to leave she blocked the door i called the police she grabbed a knife and at that point she came at me and i pinned her down i pinned her hands to her chest and when the police showed up and started beating my head on the floor uh yeah yeah then the police showed up and started hitting him mm-hmm. another time she was hitting me in my face while i was driving on the highway ray rice has no reason to do what he did if i'm man enough to not punch my wife when she came at me with a knife then she could push up well she could and then he could have pushed a button on the elevator and left uh even when we are being provoked we need to channel martin luther king and walk away uh both men and women keep up the good work god bless you and karen yeah, um, it's funny because, um, on the one hand, people only want women to do the walk away shit. Right. And basically the idea there isn't a principle. It's walk away because you can't win the fight. It's not walk away because it's the right thing to do. It's I see you as weak, so that's why you should walk away. And because what they really believe is what they tell men, which is if you can win the fight, knock it the fuck out, worry about it later. Right. Which is, you know, let you know a lot about, a lot about people's mentality when it comes to conflict. Um, and how basically their only belief is that if you can win the fight, then you're right. And that's the end of it. No, you, you, you win the fight and be wrong. Yeah. But that's a lot of people's view is if you win the fight, you're, you, you were right. You were the one who was justified in whatever happened. Right. Cause you won, you know, the weaker person is the one who should know you can't have any level of conflict because the, the, the stronger, bigger physical person will, will win and therefore you should just go along with whatever secondly man um if yeah you got out of those situations and a lot of people think that that ray rice shit happened in the elevator you know when it first happened the reports were all they got into an argument in front of people downstairs right he knocked her out drug her to the elevator and then tried to drag her to the room before that's, anybody knows that's always what i thought would happen yeah that's why security caught his ass coming out that elevator they already knew to be waiting on him so yeah man um yeah it's, but but yeah um i i'm of the belief specifically that this 200 and something pound man could have grabbed that woman if he need if need be if that was if that was what happened in the elevator and that's assuming a lot because we're you know like i said the eyewitness accounts which you know you uh obviously uh we're not gonna end up getting video of that but the eyewitness mm-hmm. accounts were all they got into a fight of some type and he knocked her out mm-hmm. the hetero calls this is by Shayna. she says dear karen and rod i had to write this week because episode 750 was one of the best episodes of the blackout tips to date the best part of the interview was the interviews that you do is that you two that the two of you seem to have such a genuine curiosity about people and a real respect for their stories and romaine was so open about his life and has such a great sense of humor this all made for a fantastic listening experience 
for those of you who are listening and have not gone premium if you enjoyed the, this episode that is exactly what you get with medium talk and lip smacking good those are my favorite premium shows in part because I feel like it's a window into so many life stories that I would never hear otherwise. And learning about people's journeys by hearing them tell their stories is simple but so powerful. Congrats on your success with a year of premium content. I know that is that it was a real risk for both of you to do this, and I, for one, am glad you did. Well, me too. Thank you. I don't really watch TV, and I don't have cable. I'm in the home stretch of my doctoral dissertation, so I spend many hours every day in front of a computer and listening to podcasts and music all day long. Rod mentioned recently that he wants there to be a surplus of premium content. I can say that's exactly how it feels. I listen to so much TBGWT that you two are like my unofficial study buddies. So I'm talking about. All right, we're going to talk you to that doctorate, honey. Mm-hmm. Now, don't forget to go back and highlight that last paragraph because you're going to need that. That's going to be on the test. <laughs> Seriously, don't be surprised if you end up in my dissertation acknowledgments right after my mom and coffee. <laughs> send me a snap. Send me a picture of that if that happens. Right. Premium is kind of like Hulu Plus of podcasting for me. It's a great alternative to conventional entertainment. And even though other podcasts are creating paid con- are creating paid content, it seems like you're paying for more of the same. With the Blackout Tips, I feel like I'm paying for a variety just as much as the content. Yeah, we try to mix it up, man. Mm-hmm. Not just be like it's really just us again in a different way. Like we try to mix it up and talk about some different things, have different guests on. And, yes. And, you know, and I think one of the biggest reasons why I started doing, uh, lips making good. And I guess is why I, I know that I'm doing something right from the feedback I hear from people who really enjoy lips making goods because me and Roger got two individual people. Yeah. We do this show. Yeah. We, 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 uh, agree on a lot of things. Some things we disagree just because, you know, I don't throw a drink and he don't push me in the eye. I don't mean we don't disagree. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I love doing lips making good because it gives me a chance to be one on one with somebody and bring, uh, them to your world uh, in lights that you would have never seen. Uh, I also have been following the conversation between Rod and what seems like what seems like the entire black internet about this whole Stephen A. Smith situation. <laughs> right. It does seem like that. Mm-hmm. I have to commend you, Rod, for continuing to speak about this issue. Honestly, I would have been exhausted by this point by the pure ignorance. I was exhausted. I agree with the point that Romaine made about our culture being violent. It's like the the given. It's like the given that no one is questioning. Yeah, that we just, you gotta be violent. You couldn't have possibly talked this out. Right. Violence is no, so normalized that it makes what Rod is saying sound like some sort of radical stance. When really all you're saying is, aren't there other ways we can deal with conflict and violence? It's really that simple. Mm. Right. Mm. Every, like if you notice everybody that calls in that disagrees, they just jump to these weird ass like, well, what if she, Got a knife or a gun or this, like, that's what happened, guys. That's what what happened. What if she did porn? Right. That's the majority of violence that is going on in our community. A whole bunch of women coming at men with guns or, or dudes like hitting women when they really could have found another way out. Really? Come on. Lastly, thanks for making race, the elephant in the room, a part of conversation. Laws to protect women from violence and sexual assault were not meant for black women. There was a cultural belief that goes back to emancipation that black women were always asking for it, that we were naturally belligerent, overbearing, and emasculating and needed to be controlled. And these racist lies were meant to justify the rape of black women by white men. And now here we are using these same stereotypes to justify violence against black women by black men. That is what is most frightening to me. Me too. Mm-hmm. Me too, man. It is overwhelmingly uh sad and it's uh embarrassing. Like 
to to see the kind of people that are you know i'm one of the dudes that was you know so like adamant that i must be wrong like his thing was like mom's oldest son that was his description on twitter and i just kept reading that over and over every time he sent something to me like how how can you not see this you know what i mean like how how are you not sickened by the idea of someone putting their hands on your mother or you know maybe you have seen it maybe you, you know maybe i'm the one that doesn't that doesn't realize how pervasive it is and and it's common and and that's how people resolve shit now right but anyway i know you two would never pat yourselves on the back for this but i have to commend you the fact that rod has really taken the reins with this conversation on the show that he hosts with his wife who was a black woman makes more of a statement than you probably realize i know that a lot of this comes from the example set by rod's dad my parents just celebrated 32 years together and i know that they built their relationship on mutual respect this is a this is probably why I don't buy into the juris, juris justification for these ignorant comments. This would not go down in my house. Same. My dad never laid a hand on. My, listen, listen. I ain't gonna put their business in the street, okay? But my parents have had some knockdown, drag out fights, right? Never anyone get hit. Mm-mm. You yell, you scream at the top of your fucking lungs. No one's getting hit, dog. Okay, <laughs> when we start hitting each other, it, it's it. That's it. It's over. We don't respect each other anymore. Okay, and that should not just be a black thing. Right. You know, the, the fact that why is this an issue in our community, man? It really is some some sad shit, man. Like, I really, I don't know, man. Like, I just, I don't even understand how folks were up in arms over that Anthony Camille shit. When it sounds like deep down they believe it. It sounds like they they, they think the same thing he thinks, but somehow they were glad he got fired. But they agree with him that somehow we are violent and deserve to have more violence inflicted upon us and our women. Anyway, sorry for the long email. Just wanted to send some love. Until next time, Shana. Hey, you ain't never got to apologize for sending us no love, okay? Ever. We can always use some extra love, okay? All the time uh let's see episode 753 stop the violence from off he says just want to say you are not crazy i got called a bitch many a time for not hitting my wife when she hit me eventually i left i may be broke but i'm happy me and my three kids it's not taking the woman's side by walking a higher path domestic violence in the black family is a big huge issue so thank you for taking it on god bless you keep up the good work thanks dog hey sweetie and i want to say uh kudos to you for saying i can do bad all by myself me and these kids because i think a lot of times people have a tendency to think that only women think like that and a lot of times think that men won't step up to the plate and take care of their goods, like uh, take care of their kids like a good father should. So I really do uh, commend you because there are a lot of single fathers out there and they're, they highly are overlooked a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Dog. Like I also, man, I appreciate you writing in and even like putting the saying that like you had to deal with this issue. Right. Cause I think people try to shame men out of like, you need to be this masculine, like per- perfect, flawless uh unemotionally affected per human being and it's like nah that shit would take a toll on anybody and um like you said man the way the system is set up she's gonna end up with half in a lot of these situations um you know because uh a lot of people laugh off um uh, domestic violence when it happens to men a lot of people right. laugh it off people that are in positions of power to do something about it will laugh it off um so 
yeah and and you know and people are wrong for for calling you any name dealing with the fact that you wouldn't hit your woman but it does tell you how crazy our peers are Mm -hmm. when they're telling you you're a bitch for not hitting a woman like just think about that you know what i mean when someone calls you a bitch because you wouldn't hit a woman to me that it's like we're living in bizarro world but uh yeah man thank you for writing in man i actually appreciate you talking about it me too sweetie uh coriani wrote in bju christians uh this i missed this email two weeks ago for some reason but hey we found it i must put it in the wrong folder uh hey ron and karen ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god because she emailed me and was like hey did you not read my email and i was like what email um and i put it in the wrong folder but didn't start off with ron and karen r-o-n <laughs> oh every time anyway hey ron and karen i'm listening to the tinder app episode as i write this email and my head hurts as a christian woman and a domestic violence advocate the disgusting unbiblical unbiblical shameful and disrespectful way that bob jones university is handling sexual assault and mental health with women is deplorable yeah they yes. were like According to the Bible, you got to turn the other cheek and let that get raped too. Like, right. like who wrote <laughs> this? Yes, who wrote this? Which, what what chapter is that on? I didn't say this in Corinthians chapter yeah. forty-seven, verse two. Right. Uh, yes, there are many verses and chapters in the Old Testament that describe God's wrath, poor choices by people, and the evidence of hate and fear and distance from a loving God. Many people take parts in of the Old Testament and feel that this is the way that all Christians should act and feel. Before I start preaching, please just know that the love of Jesus is really powerful, and he was a community organizer. He kicked it with the poor, the outcast, the disabled, and he had women around him when it was taught that they were less than. That's the good news of the New Testament to have freedom with the love of Christ. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. I think far less people would have any problem with religion if it was on that. Cause we know right. religious people that are way more on that where it's just like, yeah, um, I don't care if you're gay because ain't shit you can do about yeah, that. I, and I was just taught to love. Yeah, yeah. And I love you the same way I love everybody else. And you go, right. All right. That person's cool. cool. Right. Then you had the people that are like, and God's going to kill you because of it. And you're like, okay, dude. Uh, okay, buddy. Um, it just, it's like, but I'm going to eat this, this shrimp sandwich on a Sunday. I'm like, wait a minute. Ain't that also illegal? Right. Uh, it just really saddens my heart where this university powerful white man can twist and misrepresent the truth. There is still a lot of work to be done in many churches to show how to stop the cycle of abuse, not to blame the victim, survivor, and mentality. I mean, it mentally shamed them, shaking my head. Anyways, I just really appreciate you guys bringing that story out. And I just hope that not only your listeners, but you both can see Jesus for who he is and what he stood for and not how Christians act. Thanks. And as always, love from Pacific Northwest. Cheers. Uh, yo, Jesus seemed pretty cool, to be quite honest. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the, some of the shit people do in his name is ridiculous. Right. So, you know. <laughs> right. That's the issue. Like, let's go kill all the Muslims. You're like, wait a minute. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Hold on. Hold on. They should just have a skit of, like, bad ideas people came up for religion. Where it's mm-hmm. just like. There were wars started. Like, it's all yeah, kinds of stuff. It's like, we're going to kill all the Muslims. Then in the background, it's just one dude flipping through the chapters. Like, hold up. Where does it say kill all the Muslims, dog? I'm looking at the. You said Jesus, right? Uh, yeah. I'm looking at the red. Uh, I see um, some shit about a tree. Yeah, right. yeah. We gonna kill Muslims I, raping, raping yeah. pillars. No, no. I, city. I see parables, you know, yeah. but no, I don't see nothing about uh, no, no Muslims. He did, he did say something about the pharaohs. Is that what you you talking about? The pharaohs? 
them, but they dead. They've been dead yeah. for years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, don't worry. Don't read. Put that book down. Okay, we need to get to raping and pillaging, um. and uh, you slowing us down. <laughs> All this goddamn reading. All right. Anyway, like I was saying, black people and white people shouldn't get married. Now it's in there somewhere. Don't worry about it. <laughs> don't, don't worry about what pages on. Making up your own versions. Jesus didn't like them. Um, Stephen Apology Smith. This is by from Feather. Uh, who writes, "Hello, Rod and Karen. I was pleased to see that Stephen A's stature, to see that Stephen A's stature, to find it in his heart to reconsider the statements he made the first time on first take. Not sure that sentence is correct, but uh, okay. I think I." I think i know what you mean mm-hmm. i think he realized that even his over ever bloated ego got the better of him when discussing the topic of domestic violence the first time otherwise i thought his apology was heartfelt and hopefully he learned a valuable lesson in thinking before speaking out so irrationally on that topic uh yeah i hear I you elijah writes in listen to feedback from the dj blaze show podcast what up rod and karen i just wanted to email you too and tell you guys thankful Thanks for the quality content that you put out five days a week. You guys help keep me entertained while I run my delivery route every day. The show is too good to be free. I'm donating today. Well, thank you for the donation. Thank you, sweetie. I believe we did uh, rejoice. I started listening to the show a little over a month ago after hearing Rod on the Evening Jones. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> that, that guitar lick when that, that shit starts so good. Down, down, down. Am I the only one that makes words up to it? <laughs> The evening Jones. <laughs> Gonna talk that shit. Like your own version up. Mm-hmm. Uh, during the first episode, I kept saying to myself, this show is put together so good. And when you guys got to the games, I was like, this is damn near genius. When, Rod, when Karen and Rod got to the end of the show and did the sign off, I said, oh shit. And they're married too. <laughs> <laughs> I think some people listen to the show and don't even realize we married. Yeah. Debunking the blacks don't get married myth. From time to time, I get to sh- watch the show on Spreecast, Brandon Pearson, and that's fun also. I noticed Wednesday that Rod seemed extremely drained from all the Stephen A debates. I was so tired, man. Oh, my God. Niggas wore me down. Wore me down. I was just sitting in the room like, am I crazy? Did, so we, I guess we, so we supposed to be hitting them? What? But I don't, I know. You don't have to do that. Like, I was just sitting there the whole time like that. Uh, it further reassured me that the points of view expressed on the show are always sincere and heartfelt. Even though sometimes I don't agree 100%, I respect the fact that you guys are expressing your genuine thoughts, feelings, and beliefs, and you're not just saying stuff for shock value. Well, you don't have to worry about that. We don't even play devil's advocate here. No. Although, for the record, there have been multiple times where we will say anything for a joke. So, yeah. Don't get don't get it confused. If it's funny, uh, if it's more funny to be like, and this is why you got to rape a baby, that joke might happen. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even going to try to, I'm not even ashamed of it. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you're smart enough to know when the fuck we are joking. And when we're not. And when we're not. Because I really would hate uh, somebody, <laughs> that would suck if somebody had no idea what sarcasm was and they listened to our show. They'd probably be like, those are reprehensible motherfuckers. Right. They actually said it is your fault if you get beat. I also co-host a podcast and sometimes wonder what my listeners think. So I'm emailing you two to let you know you're doing a great job and keep it up. Karen, keep those highs and those rants coming and I'll continue to listen. Well, thank you, man. We appreciate you, brother. We do. Thank um, you. and, uh, yeah, we'll be back tomorrow, Sunday. Um, you're not going to read the last one. 
uh after i read this last one that karen reminded me of so good uh we got a package this week right mm-hmm. now i went i went to the mail and they said you got a package and i was like i didn't order anything from ebay uh right. or amazon I'm like, i was confused <laughs> like they must mix they must have had a mix up so i told karen like hey you can get home for some reason they said we got a package in the office can you just check it out karen came up with this big old box and i was like what the hell is in that box and then i started opening the box and i recognized the cookies and i said hold mm-hmm. up hold the motherfucking presses did chris from hawaii send us some more of these delicious cookies oh, I love them cookies. like i like them cookies so much i kept the big ass jar and we just put our change in yeah there. we put pennies in it yeah i was like we ain't throw it this is i looked at roger like this is from the island Mm-mm. we're yeah. gonna wash this out and we're gonna drop change in it and if you ever see how big this cookie jar is it'll take us forever to fill it up we'll be dead putting change in that dark right jar. I, we just needed to hold on to a little piece of hawaii right uh for a while but uh he also had in there a couple other like new snacks mm-hmm. that we had never had before mm-hmm. one was like cookies with half chocolate wrapped around outside it was amazing yes <clears throat> those are all gone by now mm-hmm. um and then he also sent me a shirt. Look at this, y'all. It's an eagle shirt. And I appreciate him going to get like the fat people size shirt because uh, a lot of people <laughs> send the shirts and it's too small. I'll be like, what am I supposed to do with this? But and it's, and it's got like, it looks like some type of almost Hawaiian logo on the front and then the eagles on top of it, man. Like it's dope as shit. Uh, and then he wrote this letter, man. And uh, this letter almost had us crying. Uh, Rod and Karen, just a little something from the official Hawaii member of the podcast. This year has been a challenge for me dealing with health issues, which arose out of the blue. Driving back and forth to the hospital, biopsies, and numerous other exams, a mountain of medication, mysteriously losing 70 pounds, and lastly, sitting at home for two months on sick leave. Through it all, the two of you, Justin and the chat room, were there. It made a tremendous difference and helped me get through it all. I went through all the podcasts and premium content, listening to some of them twice or more. I just wanted to send a small token of appreciation. Chris from Hawaii. Man, thank you. Thank you know you, what I mean? Sweetie. We can never repay you, bro. So, uh, yeah, we appreciate it. And thank you for showing us some love. Yes. And, um, and, and one thing I can say is that regardless of what happens and what we go through and how many uh, people uh, Roger fight on Twitter to tell them niggas that y'all wrong? Uh, it makes it so worth it because I told him that it seems like we always get love from you guys right on time. And I know that might sound weird, but it was like, it was one of those things where it was like, oh, it was like no matter what happens, no matter what happens behind the scenes and what we go through and things like that with the podcast. We know that you that you that your love for us is larger and means more to us than anybody that can ever hate on us, uh, because we actually have a community of love and that means a lot. So, sweetie, want to tell you thank you because we just do what we do, but we don't realize how much we help y'all get through things, how much we help y'all travel up and down the road, how much we help y'all deal with hospital stays, deal with sickness, deal with death. We just do what we do, and it means uh, a lot to us to know that you feel comfortable enough with us to take us with you on your journey in life. Um, just like you guys say, well, you, you're our escape. Uh, 
we do this to escape life too. So it's just one of those things where it's, it's just a, a kind of a give and receive type thing. So to everybody out there, just thank you. Thank you so much, guys. Yeah, man. Thank you, Chris. And like Karen, everything Karen just said, I don't even want to repeat it. Just everything Karen just said, uh, it's awesome, man. So, you know, that's why I argue with these Stephen A. Smith ass niggas because. <laughs> It's always somebody that comes through and lets you know, like, yo, man, I fuck with y'all and I appreciate y'all putting y'all opinion out there. You know, even, you know, what apparently turns out to be not so popular opinions, man. Like, you know, so I, to me, I don't see why we can't be like Tony Dungy needs to change his point of view or he's wrong. I don't see why we can't say, uh, Stephen A. Smith is giving cover to that attitude has gotten a lot of women hurt. Um, and I don't, I don't see why we have to, you know, back down. And now that we especially have our own, you know, autonomy doing this, Mm -hmm. I don't see why we would ever have to be beholden to anybody, including adamandeve.com. Go to adamandeve.com. And for a limited time, you get 50% off of just about any item. Put in code TBGWT. Upon checkout, you get three free adult DVDs. You get an extra central gift I can't tell you about or else they'll take the show away from us. And you get free shipping. So until then, I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah.